This is a comic book podcast that is streamed live weekly on youtube.com slash comic pop returns. If you are on YouTube, and I know you are, make sure to subscribe to that channel so you can be part of the action yourself. You're going to hear a bunch of questions and comments here on today's episode. Why not add your voice to the show next time? I mean, granted, it will be my voice reading the question, but let's not get hung up on the semantics of it all. Just go to youtube.com slash returns and subscribe today. And if you want to help us out a little further, a nice review on this platform from you would be really appreciated. Make sure to catch the show live on youtube.com slash returns and visit patreon.com slash comicpop if you want to help us more directly. What's poppin', gang? Welcome to another episode of Off the Rack. I'm Sal. Hello, This is a comic book review show where we took books in the past week, recap and review them, tell you what we thought about them, and then recommend comics that are coming out this week that we think that you should check out from usually the Marvel and DC, but we've got an indie expert here. Tiffany usually reads some kind of no off-the-fringe type of comic. I, I occasionally tip my toe in Yeah, there. you've been reading indie comics but I, for I, over a decade. Yeah, I, I have At taken what point a... do we set up a parameter for expert but versus not, casual? No, no, I, I think expert is someone who reads exclusively it no which i, I think can't. that's called a connoisseur i can't do that no, I, yeah. I, i've got i've got i've got to there just aren't enough well to know but no there's plenty yeah but there's yeah but if you only read exclusively indie, uh, trust indie me, there's, books there's, there's too many that's yeah. the problem that's what i found mm, there's just too many so that is a problem like, i just oh i don't know where to go you think that's an issue do you think that's actually like impeding or eating into the sales of like actual and in, other indie, indie books i don't want to say yes because i feel like everybody has the right to have their book out there right you know, if you want to tell a story you tell that story that's what the independent market is for yes that said i do think it's hard to make yourself stand out or like have, like have a story that may be really strong stand out sometimes because everyone's too busy reading other things <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know but is are those other things indie books sometimes yeah. hey your phone's like yeah sorry about that i i say i see that we're ki- or hanging around with um what's popping yeah, like that's, just, that's 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 what's saying. the one you like? Do you like a better one? No, I'm just saying I noticed that that's the one. That seems yeah, I'm just I'm just doing it until someone calls me out on it. I mean, I, I I am. Oh, okay. So you hate it? I don't hate it. I knew you did. I don't hate it. You hate it. Don't hate it. No one hates <laughs> it. It's not being hated upon. Yeah, that's fair if you do. So yeah, anyway. we're, this is it. This is I I, I this is an interesting vibe for the show so far. Yeah, I don't yeah. I don't hate that. I no no it's different right. We got a different lighting scheme going Trying on here, it so it's just, it's I don't know. We used to have uh, more. A, a we used scheme. to do this. We used to do something very similar to this. So just, I thought, you know, let's try that out, right? Uh, so normally, I, I I love watching. I love these, but I want to build a wall. A wall? Yeah, I want to build like a background wall for you, but then you won't see those anymore, and that's such a nice little touch. So you you want to see those? We can always do another show with that i don't know like elseworlds can just be in front of the arcades or uh, gbu could be in front of the arcades oh yeah right yeah thought about that anyway no bugs i totally forgot about that i someone reminded me about that on stream yes on my game you forgot about it we didn't kill it and we did we did not kill it sal was going to suck it up in the vacuum and i was like could we not could we save it and then it turns out they're actually pests yeah our expert our friend and bug expert and moderator let me know that it's okay to kill them. Oh, really? They're actually, they're not great. Oh, stink bugs? Like, yeah, I was like, mm. he was there for too long. I had grown attached. I see. He had a backstory and a family. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's several arcs going for That him. you created for him. Yeah, I'm sure he had some sort of villain. Oh, no doubt. To watch out for. It might have been us. I think it was. 
Uh, this show, by the way, is sponsored by viewers like you. Yes. If you're watching the show live, you can sponsor today's show. Keep the actual sponsors out of here by being the sponsor yourself. Uh, ask a question or comment in the Super Chats. We'll read it here on the show, and they'll be part of the show forever. Here's a couple of them before we get into the news and reviews on Off the Rack. Brian Rollins, what in the hell was Lazarus Planet Comic Pop Rules? Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Uh, interesting. Well, you, actually, you're, you're going to have some, obst- uh, some, uh, some obstacles here because somebody else in the chat said that they loved it. So... But yeah, what was it? We'll talk about it. Well, maybe maybe the the question is less about that if it was good or bad. Maybe he just like what what, what even was it? Yeah, I'll talk about it that when we get there. All right, uh, Jose Rivera, thanks uh, for the birthday wishes last week. Well, glad you enjoyed it. And happy birthday! Hope you had a good one. It was good. I also picked up Gargoyles three and loved it. Just wish that we got more per issue. I agree, and I can't tell if that's just they're shortchanging us or Weissman's writing style makes it feel like it's like fast-paced or rapid or i'm just used to having a episode mm-hmm. yeah like a full story yeah I, i'm with you on that i i think folk who are trade waiting on this i think you're going to be rewarded for it i think you're going to have a, a more... yeah you'll enjoy 45 minutes of story and then uh, be upset because you waited an entire year and a half for a trade to come out well i was gonna say you'll get 45 minutes of story and then hopefully you get more but who knows because listen i get trade waiters right oh but, yeah i do but too. i'm enjoying it too much to not read it month to month right so. exactly uh and riv wilson pop 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 <laughs> oh magnitude you're so funny <laughs> uh anyway so as far as as part of the uh, news and reviews. There wasn't anything particular. I mean, there's always something going on, and I really didn't want to get into you know any controversy or any craziness that's going on. Um, I will say that the uh, you know the you know things are. I was looking through social media recently, and I noticed that everything in it, like I was just I, I everything was, in it. Like I was going through uh, Reddit, and then I jumped over to Twitter, and then I jumped over to TikTok, and I was looking through all of it, and I noticed that all of it had been pretty much designed, like every two, like. It was like two on, two off, or no, two on, one off. Where it was like every two pieces of data, every every two pieces of content was designed to get me upset, like to oh. get me really upset. It was usually well, I don't mind that. you know like here's a person, here's a councilwoman who is talking to a panel of idiots about like something very obvious that they shouldn't be idiots about, and watch her fail. This is across the board on your social. It's cr- across the board. And that just has something to do with what you. Well, exactly. So I realized that, and I was like, all right. So I did a not a purge, but I was like, all right, that's enough. So I just stopped looking at a lot of it, um, or I was very selective. Like I, uh, you know, if I came across it, I would just immediately t- like click off or move away from it. Reddit was tougher because Reddit is just like you can't. It, it, you, it, it is what you look at. You, yeah. Well, I'm not, I'm not subscribed to any subreddits oh. except for one, and I am very very close to unsubscribing to that one subreddit because I, I i there's only so many threads with with negative karma that you can see every morning that say where should i start reading comics before you go this is not content mm. i have to stop but uh yeah it was just like ugh, that's not news instead uh tiffany and i saw the trailer for teenage mutant Ninja turtles mutant mayhem how did this lead into this i don't understand there's a new movie spearheaded by Seth Rogen <laughs> himself uh, talking about making a uh, Ninja Turtles movie animated, of course, Mutant Mayhem. Uh, we saw the trailer. Tiffany, what are your initial thoughts on Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem? The first teaser trailer or trailer, depending on what they call it. Um, you know, it looks like it's got a definite style to it. It's kind of neat, you know, trying to connect it, I guess, a little more with um its origins in a way like mm, it looks, more drawn it looks more like hand-drawn versus yes. 3d animated which i love 
hand-drawn animation just because you know how much i mean not that this doesn't take work because this definitely oh, takes does, work 100 yeah. percent. this takes work to do 3d animation mm-hmm. not trying to downplay that this is a different type of work yeah that hand-drawn animation brings to the table um obviously you know for me studio uh ghibli ghibli depending yes. on how you want to say that <laughs> uh is like my bar mm-hmm. um and so it's funny to see more 3d animation hedging more towards having um different stylizations like animation ended up having yes like we're getting into that era of of 3d animation where it's like oh wait into the spider-verse did well okay let's start actually putting some stylization on these things and i think that's kind of cool yeah it is cool uh they're a lot younger in this than they I was are anticipating. yeah I, I did jokingly say it's more like pre-teenage mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah not yeah. at all they're they're just they're the younger side of teens very <laughs> which is fine because it's like I'm, i've gotten so used to them being like i'm like we call them teenage mutant ninja turtles but you guys are like more like mid-20s ninja turtles more like late 30s ninja turtles say like early 30s late 20s early 30s ninja turtles um so this is kind of fun um it it almost feels like um like an ultimate universe kind of version yeah like and and by that i mean like taking them getting rid of the baggage starting fresh yes you know like taking peter parker going you're not married anymore we're starting over right you're younger than you were born in the 90s or in the today's world the early 2000s right but you know what i mean like you like even peter when he was first like created the way in which they showed him as like a young man he seemed like an adult you know like so to take these these teenagers and actually give them a chance to be like kids Children, i'm yeah. like oh, okay yeah so that's what i'm thinking that's why like, i automatically go to the ultimate universe because like, oh yeah Peter got to be younger yes and like got... seem younger and have like that sort of interaction it's that, true yeah, well so. i mean well and, and even though the, i know it's not like this is just well in the comics in the original comics like he grew kind of almost in real time so he was in college before you knew it right and, uh, yeah ultimate peter got to spend his life in high school right right um, but yeah this is uh, I, I clearly i think they're building a franchise they're trying to mm-hmm. but in a way where they're like you know the turtles it was obviously originally a comic book uh and then became a media empire almost immediately uh in which they were like let's make a cartoon show but the cartoon show in that you know in 87 was designed to be a toy commercial playmates obviously was the biggest powerhouse behind it sure and so it, it, you you if you watch enough of uh, Secret Galaxy, you'll like know this mantra to be the case, which is of course that like every cartoon show from like 1979 to 1999 was designed to be a toy commercial, and so if the toys don't sell, then the show has no point, and mm-hmm. so cancel it or get rid of it. These are movies, so they're just they're, these things are designed sure to sell backpacks and toys and stuff like that, but primarily it's it's there to make money from a movie like from yes. going to the theater and seeing this thing so i'm very excited because it means that the if the if the movie grabs people and it is successful then we can get more ninja turtles movies and it has really little to do with the action figures which i think have become kind of a niche market th- at this point mm-hmm. like i don't know how many children are rushing to their targets and a buying any kind of action figure and b buying ninja turtles action figures sure and i think that neither of those things is happening and i doubt that a movie will do that i, I think that this movie hopefully will grab everybody but I also wonder if the days of making media as toy commercials has long passed us. So I don't know if like it's going to work the same way. So hopefully it's just a good movie and people go see the damn thing. It's funny. I think a lot of it, especially for young children, and I don't, I, I'm just speaking what I see, yeah. is less about the making like 
you know, the direct one for one, like, oh, I need this action figure of this guy and more like selling the brand. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like Bluey. Like, mm-hmm. it's all about Bluey. You got to get all the Bluey based things, mm-hmm. right? And make duck cakes and things. No, yes. That's nothing to do with the branding, but it does. Like, mm-hmm. they, that, it's just that association. They see the 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 name, the guy, yep. the dog, and that's, the whatever. That's and it. I want that. It doesn't matter what it is. Exactly. Uh, I'm, I am, I am, uh, you know, every animated property over the last 15 to 20 years has been like, ladies and gentlemen, look at all of these celebrities who debase themselves into being in a cartoon movie. Name, 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 name. And that's how they market these movies. But uh, who cares? What I'm excited about is that, Jeff Rowe and Kyler Spears are directing this movie and uh, their names are associated with movies like the Mitchells versus the machines. Yeah. And shows like the gravity falls Yay! and that both um, uh, Rowe and Spears wrote for, well, Rowe wrote for gravity falls and we are the, and, and, and the, and the, and the machines. Uh-huh. Whereas uh, Spears worked on the art department for Mitchell versus the machines, Axe cop and other, uh, animated property so yeah. like number one spears knows animation yeah and modern animation great good call yeah roe knows story structure and quality hooray yeah i now, wonder which episodes he was uh, uh he's written 11 episodes for gravity falls scary okay the golf oh, war blendon's game Sorry, Are you they had me, me a blendon's game i skipped ahead <laughs> i was like all right yep Oh, the Stanturian Candidate, Roadside Attraction, Dipper and Mabel versus the Future, Weird Mageddon, Parts 1 and 2. Uh, That's excellent. Yeah, and Part 3. So, yeah. Uh, no, but hey, Blendon's Game. Yes. Blendon's Game, done. Okay, great. But but creatively, if you haven't already watched Gravity Falls, Tiffany will tell you, you got to watch Gravity Falls. Please watch Gravity Falls. But don't Falls. start with this episode one. Start with that. Uh, Skip episode one. Just go to episode two. Yeah, just, just go, go to episode two and then watch episode, and then watch episode, episode one, one later last. on. Trust mm-hmm. me. It's a way cooler experience. It is. It was a really fun experience. It's very similar to what to Venture Brothers. Watch Tag Sale, you're it, and then watch them. Yes. But uh, yeah, no. So I'm excited about this. You know, there's a couple of names you'd expect. I mean, like the fact that Giancarlo Esposito is playing Baxter Stockman. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like it's fun and I'm 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 here for it. I'm okay with it. Uh Seth Rogen is Bebop, John Cena is Rocksteady. Sure. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh you know Seth Rogen's like if he wants to do this, he's if he's working on it, he's producing this damn thing, then yeah, he's gonna be in it. It's not sense. like they're not gonna put him in it. Uh but Paul Rudd is Mondo Gecko. That, that <laughs> blows my mind. I'm like, is he gonna yeah, he's very unassuming. He's very mild mannered. Is he gonna really like go for it? Is he gonna make it? Is he gonna sound like a skater? Maybe you know they're gonna do something different. I don't know. I mean, I, I have to assume Jackie Chan is Master Splinter. Okay. I, I mean, like it depends on what we're doing here. You know, like I mean, Splinter. You know, he he embraced slash came from Japanese culture, having a Chinese person do that. Yeah. Okay. Weird. But uh, fine. You know, not blowing my mind. I, I don't care. You know, like I'm not like, oh my god, they finally got these people that I like know from other things to be in it. Right. Like, you know, I, I uh, Tiffany and I grew up under the era of voice actors in animation, where it was like, oh my god, uh, we never saw Tara Strong's face until like the 2000s. Yeah. I didn't even know what Kevin Conroy looked like until you know we did an interview one time in the 2000s. You know, like I don't. I, we don't need celebrities to play everybody for us to be in on it. And that's of course very much embraced by casting the turtles themselves. Right. Getting these on. I mean, now, because clearly they are children, mm-hmm. you know, you, 
almost can't help but cast unknowns because how young they are. Yeah. Uh, but it's great that they are children and that they are unknowns. So you have no preconceived ideas. I think if you were just like, get uh, four of them stranger kids to play uh, the, the turtles, whichever one, just four. Are of you them. being a, a, a Hollywood? That's right. Yes. It's to do the uh, get the uh, the Lucas and the uh, the Wolfhard and uh, the one with no teeth. That one. That's three. Uh, and uh, I don't know uh, the gay one. <laughs> By the way, we, I think Will has, canonically is gay, so it's not. But yeah, uh, I just I'm I, glad they're I not just, doing that. That that hurts because that is that is exactly that is how those, board, that that is, those yeah. That is a conversation that may or may not have happened in Hollywood at some point. Exactly. Just ugh. yeah, boom, Hollywood, eat it. Uh, we're coming for you. But yeah, no. So, uh, but I'm excited for them playing these. And you you got to hear them. Yeah. Interacting. It, it sounds like they were like in one of the like like they were all in one room yeah like it, it has a like, in it, like the batman kind of quality to yes. it, where it's like a radio play yeah or they're actually getting to act off of one another instead of like just being in a cold yes room. just reading the lines and, and oh like in to... canto where they were all like covid restricted and that's they had different to you had to do the best you could in that situation that's now that like you know <laughs> we're, you know we're working if, on if you're it. able to not do that hooray yeah. that's nice to be able to actually have them in a room and working together exactly to form that camaraderie because you can you can feel the difference oh you, you know? can especially if they're not trained voice actors totally you know, that is that is the difference there mm -hmm. um you know, I, I do think it sucks that there are a lot of really amazing voice actors out there and uh, a lot of times they get passed over for a celebrity. Right. Because it's like, well, how am I going to sell this thing if I don't have, you know, and yet, a list of names of yeah, people? Like, Maya Rudolph, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. She's going to be in one of my favorite animated properties. You remember her from Saturday Night Live from 45 years ago. Like, cool. <sighs> I don't actually know. I don't. I don't think she's in this, but I'm just picking like a she's name. Right, no, she is. You saw her name. That's why you said it. It's Son right, of a... She's right there. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> but you know, like, but like, wh wh why? And it's it just sounds like you're you're playing Pokemon at this point. I like, look at all these names I've collected in my one thing. That's it's, it's so disappointing. But uh, but this movie is not, I, or at least the trailer isn't. Like clearly inspired. You know, I think that one of the good influences of Into the Spider Verse, besides the fact that it's one of the best Spider Man movies ever made, is they went doesn't have to look like frozen you can make other that's things. it that's what i'm saying like it, it they're they're moving away from that like one type of look yeah you know where everyone's trying to get that specific either like pixari look or, or whatever yeah yeah so yeah but we wouldn't have uh we wouldn't have gotten mitchell's versus the machines as well because that's also like make it look like uh, the steven universe and the gravity falls what's that called the cal art style yeah that's it <laughs> make a movie in that style yeah, and that and that it, but that in and of itself, like, there's a whole other conversation there about you know the CalArt style and yes. how a lot, of, a lot of people are saying that it, like it ruins animation because yeah, it's just Thundercats one... Roar was an example of like that being heavily influenced by it. Yeah, and people being very unreceptive to yeah, it. Yeah, but inevitably, you know, like even even in its intent of trying to look different, it is also trying to be like something else. As yeah, well. and yeah. you know that's just the sake of of art being made uh, at for a business reason well and like but, and, and it's eras you know like like there are a lot of show like a lot of shows look like one particular type of yeah. show from the era they came but a lot of that has to do with uh you know studios going like i want i want one of those well that's true just me too but also uh you know especially i was thinking about i was going to use the example of like the 80s and like those cartoons that all mm. kind of look the same and i'm like they were three studios. Oh yeah there's, there's it's like too. oh it's a filmation but, cartoon well i know what it's going to look like but at the very least this does have like its own feel like the world it doesn't feel like it's 
you know. No, oh, it doesn't it, look like a cookie cutter. It doesn't look like it's under the Spider Verse just over here. No, it looks like it's it's a blend. We're doing our our own thing. We are gonna take a a few like tactics from that oh, yeah bring it to here but like really try to make it our own yes try to build uh, off of that any speculation about this you want to just launch into I know speculation you're not... yeah like i think there's gonna be almost if if any it'll be a post-credit scene but no shredder it's all gonna be just mutants Interesting. because here's the thing i was thinking about this you when think i was watching this trailer shredder are you gonna do bebop and rocksteady with no shredder yeah i mean i guess if he's not cast He's not in the list, but like I'm sure they're hanging on to him. I have no doubt he will either be in it or he be in a post-credit scene. I don't want to spoil about it, but I'm just saying I'm I'm thinking that. But uh, we're getting mutagen, we're getting ultrams, we're getting mutants. So and ultrams, by the way, are krangs, by the way. But uh, oh. so I mean, like we're gonna get this. And I, I was just thinking about like when I was watching these, these these the turtles interacting with each other like they were children. I was like, boy, if Shredder showed up, it would scare the hell out of them. Like seeing these kids fight Shredder yeah. is actually scary, scary and interesting. Yeah. Like that's actually interesting, and it would be more fun, I think, to watch them build to Shredder, mm -hmm. where it's like they go through some fights, and yeah. and really, uh, you can also play with like the high flying ridiculousness of the turtles' lore, mm -hmm. and also then go like, hey, chapter two or three is going to be Shredder, right? Right. It's right. like something really personal and intimate. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. So that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Uh, but, but I don't have any other theories I, I, over this children's animated movie. But uh, but I am excited about it because uh, it looks good. Like, it just looks like a good uh, idea. Yeah, you know? I am I am done with Donatella wearing glasses, you know? But uh, that being said, you know, but that's... That's, like, that's it forever. He will have worn glasses longer than he'll have not worn exactly. them eventually. No, Don, Donatello is known for, like, having a diastema having uh, nearsightedness he, he doesn't have that there he doesn't time. have it in this's this and i really design. appreciate that they went with that they are they are doing the different masks though i know different different like style of masks different style of masks yeah, like, they, it's not they, just the different colors they, they and i've seen that several times yes now. we've seen that throughout now they seem to like this whole like cover raf's head thing uh and uh you know uh, it's it, it's very it's, it, you know what it is it's, it's just so funny to think about how like their origins had they you couldn't tell them apart Yes, they've gone really in yeah. the other direction. And like what that what that says about what um people and what, what kids want. Like they wanna, you know, they wanna have the their favorite. You yes. know, it's like why why are the why are there so many sailors? <laughs> right. Well be yeah, well, same... uh, because she wanted friends. But let's, uh, so sweet. Um yeah. but all also those they, girls they represent... are whoever she wanted to be friends with. No. But yeah, but it also represents different personalities. Exactly. You get your favorite. And yeah. like, there is like a marketing value to that as well. Exactly. Yeah. I forgot <laughs> to mention Mikey has braces. So it's like, you know, they yeah. He does? Yes. But those are and, and why does he have braces? So that he can look like the youngest one. How That's does he why. get them? Maybe there's a mutagenic dentist. Orthodontist. Yes. You don't just go to the dentist, you need to go to the orthodontist. Well, so you have to have a specialist. If you can master ninjutsu, you can master dentistry, I'm sure. Not to not not to insult our you know orthodontist uh, fans out there. I think, you know. Um, anyway, I don't know. But I'm ex I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm hearing good things, you know, and that's 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 always good. Like, I like hearing good things. You know, it's well, it's nice that like overwhelmingly, from what <laughs> I've noticed, uh, it, it hasn't been met with universal revulsion. Okay, as is the case with most things. So that's nice. Yeah, I guess Donatello might have tried to do it. <laughs> yeah, Donnie could have done it. That's such a I I maybe I would love a short of that. 
Like if this yeah. takes off, or they just do a little like like stay still, Mikey. I'm trying to do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you know what you're doing? I watched a YouTube tutorial <laughs> on how to install braces. <laughs> uh, that's okay with me. I'm very okay with that. That's kind of cute. Yeah, right. Now that I'm thinking that one through. Uh, jumping into our super chats really quick Let's just to make that. sure that uh, our, our sponsors are heard. Yes. Uh, Hayden Hamilton have slash would you ever try stand up? Who are your faves? Nope. Uh, it's scary and intimidating and, and, and everything, but I have nothing but respect for them. I do a lot of like, I, I, I like a lot of uh, stand up comedians and I uh, revere them. Like I'm a big fan of comedians in cars getting coffee because it is so like insightful and interesting. And like, I don't know if I would ever, want to meet jerry seinfeld nor do i think he is an especially good person but i think he is a brilliant comedian and he respects the craft and he has like a really interesting insight into it and mm. I, I i welcome it because he has like if he has nothing if he has no respect for anything it's for it's only for comedy mm -hmm. and for the craft and obviously pat nozzle's one of my favorite comedians as well which i tried very hard not to make apparent when he was on the show because i didn't want to be like no good uh, for you you know and and <laughs> there's so many more you know george carlin was a big one for me as a kid and uh you know and and, and there are recent ones as well i know that uh, taylor tomlinson i love been, taylor tomlinson she is funny <laughs> AF. she's just and and like she has the wisdom of like a 70 year old person yeah and she's like i think 30 no, she's in her twenties. I think she was just. I think she, I thought she was pushing thirty, or she's almost thirty. I thought she was in her mid to late twenties. Oh my god! Yeah. In any case, she's she's, she's, she's an old soul, but she's really she's, she's got great. it. Like she's got the she's got the knack. Mm -hmm. Conan isn't really a stand up comedian, but like he's funny as, as hell. Mm, any yeah. other stand up comedians for you that like really stand out for you? No, there's so many for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I don't like comedy. It's just you know? I don't. No, it's fair. Tom Papa is so funny. I love him so much. He's great. Which one's that? Uh, see the werewolves guy werewolves okay never mm. mind <laughs> no okay not, you know what i'm talking guy. about don't no. leave me he's not here. even one of my favorite comedians he's just funny he, that, okay. that guy was like we're turning into werewolves yeah that no no tom pop is an older guy he was uh okay. yeah um, he, he's really good you like uh what's his name too um uh, yeah Mulaney? oh john mulaney yeah i did yeah he's great yeah he's again not a great guy <laughs> but okay but a very i don't funny know anything person. about him no nah, don't worry about it okay but yeah he's uh he's not a monster he's just he's just not a great guy he's not a nice person as, as i understand it it's you know he, he's a very volatile person to know oh. but uh but he's really he's for a while i was like this guy speaks like so directly to like a generation of people cool so yeah yeah i forgot about john Mulaney. damn i haven't heard his stand up in a long time so i'm like you know what when you drop off after a while um so many I, I could talk about this for hours and i'm, I'm not going to uh damn 900 i don't know a single person who read lazarus planet and it was coming out but i have no idea what happened i only read the first issue that's a lot of people we're going to talk about that i promise you that's uh that's, that, that's kind of an issue uh, he also mentions human target 12 is easily the best issue this week yeah I, i'd say probably uh charzy from the comic pop mephisto voice hello to my favorite youtube couple thank you very much charlie have you seen the new tmnt trailer thoughts personally i am intrigued as rogan has earned my goodwill from the boys invincible yeah i mean i yeah we talked about it a little bit yeah but uh yeah that's right i forgot that like rogan was involved in the preacher revival on the boys on invincible like so basically whatever seth rogan read when he was 15 he's gonna be involved he's with. and he's just trying i wish yeah. i had that kind of influence man you'd see a lot more uh the max John Ty, what superhero romance stories don't shaft one partner's development over another? Uh, I mean, the, the the Fantastic Four that rarely do, like you know, it's mostly about Sue and Reed working together. Um, 
for that matter, you know, uh, well, no, no, I was going to say Ben and Alicia, but kind of not real. Well, I mean, lately. Yeah. I think it's difficult yeah. to, to, unless the person writing the book is really competent at writing two characters at the same time. And one character isn't clearly the standout right? character. Yeah. So like if you're reading a Batman book or a Spider-Man book or a Captain America book, like you're there to read the character whose name is on the cover. Yes. So oftentimes it's hard. Fantastic four is an interesting opportunity but let's be honest like i i don't know i because i don't read it like i just have in my head the way that reed and sue Mm -hmm. interact and i it's just not a relationship i want to be a part of no that's fair yeah uh denial says between lazarus planet and dark crisis and death metal am i a fool for not getting excited for dc events anymore i feel like they don't know how what to do uh i think they're burning you out my friend because that's what they're doing they're burning away uh good faith and goodwill and they're taking advantage of the of the of the market uh, they're taking advantage of their readership they're not taking advantage of the market they're trying to take advantage of the market at the expense of the reader yeah you know like this year would have been a good idea for dc to not do any events anymore and yeah. instead uh nightmares is coming out very soon oh but by the way non-superhero one I, that's the only thing i come up mm-hmm. with non-superhero one i was like that's you asked marco and alana marco and alana yeah. i couldn't come up with anything other than super- that book is about relationships like it's about being yeah. It's still a comic book. Thing. Yeah, right. Waputo, <laughs> first time I've been able to catch live. Here's a couple bucks to keep the lights on, so to speak. Thank you very much, Waputo. Yes, yeah. so to speak. We're having the, some of the lights are on. Yes. But we're trying to, we're, we're, it's, we're it's, doing different vibes. It's deliberate. Uh, first time in a while to catch you live. Yeah, you said that. Uh, and uh, Vance Lindsley, hey, come pop. I started my first week at a comic shop, and my first sale was the Judgment Day trade. The guy hadn't read comics since the 90s. Nice. Nice. That should be fine. They should be okay. They're going to be confused. But X-Men, but maybe not. Maybe not. Maybe, I hope they like it. Find uh, out. Listen, yeah, let me know because uh, that'll be interesting for them to dive into that. Yeah, that'll be their introduction because that's to all like, of that. Yeah. All right, since the 90s, so you got to catch a little bit up on it. what's going on with Eternals. Barely. Definitely need to know a couple of things that, that are going to yes, be Yes, but only within that. the past two years. Yeah, I guess that's true. And then... And then everything that's happened with the X-Men. Yeah, which if, really you could skip from the 90s until Hawks and Pox. Well, yeah, but that's still, Hawks and Pox still, is a lot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Charzy says, oh, never mind. You guys talked about it here. So <laughs> thank you very much, <laughs> well, Charzy. Appreciate you. it, man. Uh, and Lee Allen, Sal, you mentioned how Spider-Man's been written like a jerk before, like he's been currently. Uh, what made me think about how unnatural that feels? Um, Hang on, there's more to that comment. Uh all he's been through, it doesn't feel like he's lived through his history anymore. I find it hard to imagine he's the same dude from the early 2000s. Yeah, no, he's a completely different character at this point. Uh, and yeah, he's, they, they don't, it's very rare that a writer who's working on anything even remembers that crap. And if they do, they've already like tread that ground. Like, like you know, like Dan Slott will occasionally just be like, I want to talk about the thing that makes him eternal or, you know, makes people like him or makes people understand who he is, culturally speaking. And, uh, you know, he's done everything. Like, he's 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 had that character say out loud, like, I have done through this, this, and this. Um, but, uh, you know, it's it, it's harder to show that history through action than having a character just cite a bunch of books they've been in. Sure. Uh, Zangiftil says, I watch Comic Pop for almost a year now, and I love it. Well, thanks very much. Thank you very much. Sorry I screwed up your name. Uh, thanks for the work slash passion and intel on the comic industry. Have you heard of the Chimera Brigade, by the way? Uh, just curious on his fame in the U.S. No. No. No, I have not. Sorry. I wish I could be more, uh, you know, 
insightful on that. I, I'm like, I've got nothing. Yeah. Uh, Steampunk. Yo, I recently finished Guardians of the Galaxy 2009. I loved it. I'm currently reading the Thanos Imperative. Nice. Nice. But you will enjoy that, my friend. That, uh, yeah, Guardians was great. What's it about them? We stand Sal acknowledging John Mulaney's ickiness. Yay. Nice. God, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. He is funny, though. You gotta admit. Uh, Thorn Identity. I don't know. I... Events suck. Repeatedly doing yeah. events sucks, but the fans keep buying them. They're always a sales spike. That's true. That's true. That always does help. If they do an event, this... and listen, the retailers, they want them. Oh, yeah. And they're where the books are being sold. Like, right. retailers need them. The problem is they're not like, and as I'm sure you're aware, like, they don't know how anymore to sell them or how to space them mm -hmm. and how to incorporate them into the larger into the larger space and i bet they're too afraid that the other guy will not stop if they stop for a little bit and right? then they'll be like well, we lost that money that they got instead mm -hmm. and it's like it's not how that works no one's no one's like skipping no one's not reading a dc event because there aren't any who's going to read two marvel events Right. It's, it's it's a fallacy. And I think you know that. Uh, Vance Lindsley, after I gave him the status quo update on the X-Men Eternals, we was sold. Oh, nice. there you go. Hooray. I'm hoping I'm back for some current X-Men trades. I Excellent. feel like there, if he's, yeah. if he likes it, he's going to be. He's and gonna be honestly, if he likes it, then you can also push the Kieran Gillen Eternals books on him too. Because yeah. if he likes the writing in there. Mm -hmm. Heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, I read Murder World Game Over, number one. This was the last issue of Murder World from Jim Zub and uh, Ray Fox. This was... Um, an event story arc mini series that uh, all number ones that are all number ones and it was almost impossible to follow because that was how it was sold and it is uh it, it, i hope it begins a conversation at one of both companies because they're both doing it uh about the fallacy of doing this and what a mistake it was because i'll guarantee you that the sales dipped every single time this issue like another one of these issues came out um, although I don't know, I don't know how the, I don't know what the economics are. Maybe they tricked people into reading these number ones each time, finding out they were reading part four or three of an event or a story arc that featured literally no superheroes in them. Right. Despite the cover. Uh, if you knew what this was, like you watch the show and you're aware of what this channel is, then you know, because you saw my interview with Jim Zub in which we talked about murder world and the development thereof. And so you've been clamoring for murder world for the last two or three years. Uh, I think actually we've only talked about it within the past year. Okay. I've known about it for at least three, oh. uh, but murder world is one of these things that, uh, it features nobody. It, it's, it's all about, it, it's actually world building in the big two which I'm sure they won't do again. And here's what's here's what it is. You know how like arcade makes these elaborate and crazy death traps for our heroes. Mm -hmm. Our heroes can't always die in them, obviously. So how does arcade keep getting the funding for these murder world contraptions if he's always losing? Well, murder world is the event that shows you arcade on the off days when he is very successful. Oh, okay. So this is this is murder world, a murder world that arcade made that features a bunch of people it's 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 squid game it's a bunch of people that are all like gonna kill each other until one person's left and they get a uh, they get a hundred million dollars and arcade's like that's it and, and there's no super people in mm -hmm. them eh, with, with a little bit of an exception okay uh, but no one you know they're all original characters so like it's doing all the things you want folks it's all original characters it's subversive it is it it, it, uh, it plays on continuity and it's in continuity and it matters. And it's doing something different. But, you know, it petered out. And I think each issue was as strong as the last. 
but the momentum I'm sure was hurt by this. And I hope that in trade, it will find its audience. Okay. I didn't know anybody talking about this besides Zub and me. Okay. So I hope people enjoyed it. It's down. It's now finished. I don't even remember how many effing issues there are of this because every single issue was a number one. Right. But uh, I think there were six. I think it's five or six. Okay. So check out murder world. If you get a chance, uh, obviously nobody can talk about it online because you have the word murder in it. Oh, yeah. So that's another problem uh, that they didn't think about. And why would they, why Aww. should they don't change the name? Like, you know what? YouTube should change their nonsense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it, it was, it was fun. I expect to see a 19 year old talking about it on TikTok any day. <laughs> Good, uh, Adam Denhouse says just discovered dead boy detectives was a solo comic. Have you Tiffany been reading it? Keep them lights on. Yeah, I mentioned it last week That's right. <laughs> uh, as, a, as a recommend. I read the first issue and then I kind of fell, fell off. off a little bit on it. I know an issue came out this week and then I remember I hadn't read the last issue. So, oops. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, oops. Gotta go back and grab the other one first mm -hmm. and then maybe I'll catch back up on that. I liked it well enough. Yeah. Like, it didn't like grab me necessarily, but mm -hmm. I liked it well enough. Yeah. For sure. What'd you read? What did I read? Um, just while we're here, really quickly, um, I read The Phantom Road. I have it here. That's why yeah. I'm making so much noise over here. I read The Phantom Road number one um, by Jeff Lemire uh, with art by uh, Gabriel Walta. Yes. Uh, yeah, I love this. Yay. I like legitimately loved it. There was like a, a moment in this book that I was like, I am sold. <laughs> I will buy all of these right now. Yeah. Like there's just this moment where I'm like, yep. Mm -hmm. and as long as that's where we keep going in this book yep yeah. i am i am yes yes it was like it reminded me of a like no sleep story mm -hmm. or like a david lynch story or like a no sleep story told by david lynch like i don't know like mm -hmm. there is something there and i was just all about it yeah i'm all about whatever story this is i, I think it was like five six issues i don't even know i, I don't, don't know i don't care but i'm gonna buy them all that's interesting. You should say. By that the way, because... I, I hope that like by issue two, like it's, it keeps going, and I'm like, and I'm not like, oh, never mind. Oh no. Because like this issue, I was like, this is a great, like, great, great moment where it's like, there's like right before this page, this splash that says like Phantom Road, right? Mm -hmm. Right before this, there's like a moment of like character's gonna do something. They use it as like a hard cut. Right. Like we're gonna have to ride the Phantom Road. He doesn't even do that. It's just. It's just. I gotta do. I gotta do what I gotta do. Bam! Cuts it after the action has occurred, and yeah. I'm like, I loved that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, this team did sentient for uh, TKO Productions. Okay. It's Gabriel Walter and Lemire. Okay. Which was fine, but uh, this sounds exciting. I'll give you a copy of uh, Sentient so you can check that okay. out. Okay. But yeah, this is. I see they were working together on again. So like, so I don't know what I was expecting. I mean, honestly, if you look at this cover, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, that was what I should have expected. But like, yeah. just really well done. Jeff Lemire stuff doesn't always hit for me. And that's just, that's a me thing. Like Hit or miss. It, it, he is hit or miss for me. Yeah. You said it, it, it always hit for you. No, he, he doesn't. Oh, he doesn't. I, I kind of like made mm -hmm. that into one word, but he doesn't always hit for me. Yeah. Does not. Fair. So I was like, no, I, he doesn't. I, I got to give it a either. shot. But this, yes. Phantom Road, yes. A-OK. -okay. Got some got some horror going on here. It is rated M, everybody. I just want you to... Mm. I just, all right? <laughs> M for M. M for M. But like... 
this was quick it was good too it didn't feel decompressed oh, i'm hoping great. i'm hoping everything all the issues feel like that it just was like Whoa! and then yeah. i was like next one now please <laughs> Nikki T, uh, been going off the beaten path of DC lately to expand my palette. Read the entire Palmiati Gray Jonah Hex series. Have you read it? No, Jonah Hex has never appealed to me. Maybe it's his Confederacy alignment, but uh, I, I, I never really. I appreciate yeah. him when he shows up once in a while. Like I always liked it, and it was ruined by uh, Josh Brolin in his movie, which is an unwatchable shit show. But uh, I always liked it when uh, you know somebody asked, him, "What's wrong with your face?" and he'd say, "Cut myself shaven." That always that always appealed to me when I was like a kid, and. Uh, then it was in the movie, and I'm like, that sucks. There is something, you know what it is? Like, I, they need to take that character and just put him away and make a different character. <laughs> because cause I like the idea of, like, there's, like, something about that, like, just a grizzled old yeah doesn't they don't have to be that though right they don't have to be confederate you mean right yeah and you could just have like any it could be anybody i don't care yeah. no i hear you uh, i agree kind of neat yeah he's a neat character and i i don't um i don't have any favorite story with him in it outside of uh, batman universe but he's like in it he doesn't he doesn't factor that's not a jonah hex story uh, Cat Lawyer Defense Retreats. Have you seen Dan Moore's work on TMNT Power Rangers crossover? It's so ridiculously good looking. Any 90s crossover you might want to do on back issues. Um, I have only seen promo art for it. I've never read it because uh, I don't care, but I might pick it up. We'll see. Dan Moore is great, obviously, thanks to Tiffany's uh, influence. Thank you. I saw Dan Moore drew, speaking of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, uh, Seinfeld made that book, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee book. Yeah. Uh, the, there's a page in it that depicts Superman and Seinfeld driving the Batmobile with Batman swinging in and they're all drinking coffee and it's drawn by Dan Mora. What? Yeah. That's weird. It's very weird. I mean, good for him. I know. Get that work. I mean, he's drawing Batman. He doesn't need that. He doesn't need it. I mean, uh, and he especially doesn't care about the older work like Once in Future because it wasn't at his booth at New York Comic Con. It's all superheroes. Or he knows what sells and he couldn't afford to... You couldn't afford to bring two copies of Once in Future. Or it print co one poster. It costs a lot to, to do that no, stuff. He was, and he's not from around here. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, so it could have just been like he either was provided those, or you know what I mean. Like maybe DC was like, you will, we'll help to print some mm -hmm. of these things for you. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Nick Barucci with a huge Ooh. super chat. Nick, thank you so much for your generosity. Thank really, you. Really appreciate it. Huge fan of the show. Well, I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Loved your appearance on the Word Balloon episode. Nice. Yes, I was on uh, John Sanchez's Word Balloon. Let us know if you want any Dynamite Premium subscriber giveaways. Well, thank you very much, Nick. Uh, I have not, uh, I'll have to look at my uh, thing. I think I'm on your press list. So I will check that out, but thank you very much for, uh, a checking out that show. I know that you're watching for John, but I appreciate that you were checking us out. Thank you for your generosity. Thank you. And thank uh, you. I will let you know. I, uh, I'm, I, if I don't have your digits, I will get them soon. <laughs> so thank you very much, Nick. Appreciate it. And thank you so much for your generosity. Man. Thank you. Uh, what's it about them? Is your guys PO box still the same? Yeah. Yes, yeah. it is. Uh, to our detriment. Because I, uh, I, I, because there are so many old episodes of Letters Page, and because uh, we don't do it so frequently that you can like make an update and tell people what our old, what our PO box is. I have not divorced ourselves of our terrible post office and gotten a new post uh, PO box. That has like a real issue with our post office. Yeah, they, um, they, they act like this is not the show to to talk about postal issues. I'm just saying they, <laughs> they, is... they act like it's an inconvenience for me to have this one. This is about. Like, this is about comic book issues that came out that's true last week thorn identity tiffany was so lit up about hawks and pox and strange academy what gives you that joy today 
Uh, I mean, Strange Academy still gives me that joy. Not the same degree, but it, it definitely does. But like, He's happy that you enjoy. You're happy it's out, but you're yeah. not like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, I gotta tell you right now, I think it's Sins of Sinister. Like, I am just eating that up, and I think it's just because I love, um, that like style of writing, and I like, I love to see a collaboration like that come. I, I really like to see a plan to come together. I love to see <laughs> like people working together that harmoniously mm-hmm. it just it just delights me delights yeah. me to, to see that so hopefully it keeps and going. it has to do with character too you like but it, but it's the depiction of that character yes. like it's not enough to have sinister a lot of people are just like happy to see silver surfer show up in something but it's like no no no. i like straczynski silver surfer you know right, that's right, the right. only kind whereas with sinister it's like it's not just enough to have sinister in the book there's plenty of books in the 90s you could read that have sinister in yeah them. i'm not but like, like you like to see Kieran Gillen write Sinister, Cy Spurrier talk about Sinister, yeah. uh, Al Ewing, if he's going to be to like, do that. I like their world building. I really do. And yeah. like it really does bring me a lot of joy um, to to jump into those books, especially because you know they're playing. They get to, to go yes. to a, a, like a, a time and place in the Marvel Universe where they, they can do whatever they want. It's okay. It's true. It's okay. We can we can mess around. Yeah. So that, that's bringing me a lot of joy. Uh, I read Spider-Man uh, number six from Dan Slott and Mark Bagley. End of Spider-Verse part six. I thought it was the end. That's why I was like, no, all right. I'll read the last issue. Uh, but it's not. It's the second to last issue because every mini series is you great. Read the I did. Uh, I don't know if the book is continuing after this. It looks like it is. So, you know, whatever. Uh, it looks like it's wrapping up at eight, but it says it will it, it, to be concluded in issue seven. So I don't know what's going on. Maybe they're maybe they're getting like an Omega issue in there or something. Okay. But um, you know, it's fine. It just keeps it, it, it. If you like the spiders and you like to see a thousand spider people on one page, um, you know, it's fun to see. Uh, the it it is undoing things. It's it's Dan Slott doing what he does best when he's done after like a thirty year run on something. Uh, he puts all the toys back in the box. Uh-huh. So if you're like, oh man, you know, I'm really disappointed by how cavalierly Dan Slott murdered like every spider character I like. Like I love the hostess pie Spider-Man. Why did he kill him? Well, you know that magic dagger? Yeah, Morlon gets cut open with it and all the spiders jump out of it. So I guess we're just fixing that. We're, we're, we're reweaving the web of life and we're putting all the spiders back. So maybe Mayday Parker's Peter Parker is back. Um, that's exciting. I was like, good for you putting all the toys back in the toy box. I have no right to ask this question because I'm the person who's always just like, man, you know, it's awesome magic. Yeah. But oh, how, you know, it's a magic dagger. What? Oh, because, um, it, it did that thing where, um, Peter was the chosen one yeah, and, uh, Silk was the bride of the spider or something like that because of some kind of prophecy. But then they realized they misread the prophecy and actually, a- act- actually Silk is the chosen one. The one that Jan's lot created is yeah, she's the chosen one. So she's using, because she's wielding the loom weaver's knife of who gives a shit. Uh, you know, she's able to do stuff with it, and because she's like the no, chosen no, no, one... I, I don't mean the how of that. I, that I, listen, because it's all magic. You, you know, can just like... say magic. That's fine. Um, I guess I'm wondering how they that happened a while ago. Yeah, well, they're still in him. You know, he's Morlun. Maybe I don't understand the digestive system of Morlun. Well, that's it's really it's, my fault. It, it, nobody cares, man. It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's you fair. know because Straczynski created him, and then it's lot buried him. So, you know, here you go. Okay. This is whatever. Who cares? Why are you asking? I I don't. God. Listen, I, when I, after I asked, I immediately regretted asking. Yeah, no, they don't even bother. But I, I also did want to know. I'm not thinking about it. But, uh, but it is doing, but it is, it is fixing things that he broke. (laughs) 
Okay. By broke, I mean like just he's like, look, nobody's gonna tell. Like Mayday's not getting more books, so like I'll kill Peter, you know, and then we'll see what happens. Right. But then he's like, you know what? If I mean, you know, how many books is Dan Slott writing for Marvel? Boy, if I were DC, I'd be courting him right now. You know, like, and and maybe this like, is, we don't want that. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I can imagine both. I can imagine because Dan Slott, you know, like him or leave him, he sells books. You know, this book is in the top mm. somehow, and uh, not just because it's Spider Verse, although I'm sure that helps. But you know, he's he's. I mean, you love one of his books. Arkham Asylum, yeah. not Serious House and Serious Earth, the other one. Yeah, the other one. It's but uh, but it's good. It's it's quite good. And I think that if if Slot were given a a, a bat he, book, he'd be great. But he that was a slot at a different time too. That's very true. You know, that's a, that's a pre-message board, you know, trolling Dan Slot. Mm-hmm. Actually, probably not. Now that I think about it, but pre-message board trolling Dan Slot, who also wasn't a professional comic book writer. Sure. Actually, that's not true either, because he was. <laughs> Because because he wrote like the Spider Man writing Stimpy comic like he's been writing comic books right, forever. Right. He wrote uh, that that amazing story that took place in Planet of the Symbiotes that was drawn by Bagley that was about Gene DeWolf meeting up right. with Spider Man when he was still wearing the symbiote. Yeah, a lot of Dan Slot books you like out there. Uh, Beeper Leaper, which is a great name, says, "Hey Sal and Tiffany, your show good. is so relaxing to me and reduces Thank my anxiety. You. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Well, good, good. Despite my anxiety, I'm glad that, that we can." <laughs> Uh, question, who would you hire to direct a live-action Spawn film if he ever gets made? Uh, keep up the great work. Well, Sal, oh, well, this, is, this is a question for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you I got? Mean, honest... You are right? <laughs> Sorry, Internet. Oh, no. I hit my mic. Are you all right? Yeah, I'm fine. I just didn't want to... I didn't see where you just hit... Just answer the question. David Fincher. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it needs to be dark and cheap. Okay. I'd like the guy who made Seven to make Spawn. Yeah, but did you want it to be superhero-y? No. Oh, okay. It's Spawn. Okay. Spawn's no superhero. He's an asshole. No, I would well, love to see the guy who cape. made... cape. Yeah, and I'd like to see that. Oh, and okay. it would look dope. Okay. No, I want it to be... like The directive is, David Fincher, you can do whatever you want, but you have to keep the Spawn canon. Like You can't change anything go okay from the cost yes the m no new co- the, the the todd mcfarlane drawn suit from 91 yeah violator all that crap yeah the lineage wanda terry not the like not the abortion just the stuff okay from the first like nine issues of spawn yeah but do whatever story you want you know like he could it could be about like you know the, the brothers that he rescues. It could be a made up thing about like, you know, whatever, okay. like Jason Wynn, terrorists, do it all, do, do it all. Okay. But like, I would like to see a, like a, a, a $65 million <laughs> hard R rated spawn movie that treats spawn very seriously, but is also like really, really well made, you yeah. know, with like, with like cinema, with real cinematography and like, you know groundbreaking special effects that weave puppetry with cgi okay that's what i would do it would make a dollar 98 but i would love it anyway okay okay. and i would love it so much i want to just go into another reality and get that blu-ray and watch it because it'd be so like you'd be like what the 
that's I, I love movies and shows like that. When we see things like that where I'm like, why? Like if I only if I got into comic books in the year 2009. That's not true because we watched Cats and you were not like that. You were not having any of it. It's not a movie. Okay. We just watched this, everybody. It wasn't just me and Sal. It was me, Sal, and Ethan. Yeah. And me and Ethan had the appropriate reaction to this, which was like um, <laughs> whimsical questioning of reality. Yep. <laughs> and Sal hated every second that he had to spend in that room. Yes. And wished she could be anywhere else. No, I I mean, I was glad <laughs> to be there. It's, just, it's not like a real movie. It's just a thing. I'm just saying, like, that's, that that's a movie that's like, why? No, that is that. I know. I hate to use this example, but like if I had gotten into comics in the year like 2012. Okay. And like I just reading them for the first time. Yeah. I'm just getting into comics, but okay. I'm like, but I'm also like, you know, like I'm, I'm me. So I'm like, let's get into the history. Let's find this. And I found those like 15 episodes of the max. You're like what? Who made this? Why do they do? Like, I want things that are like, that's a, that's amazing. You made this. Like if I found, if I watched big guy and rusty, the cartoon, like what? The men in black cartoon. Why, why is it so good? Why is this the best version of Men in Black? This cartoon show that shouldn't exist. How did it exist? Who made this? I want David Fincher's Spawn. That that's what we're talking about like, here. What? Okay. okay. As a close second, I guess Ridley Scott can make Spawn because he knows how to make all that crap. How about a director from the past? I don't know. Ridley years. Scott made a movie not too. You know, he's he's making movies now. He he's he's an Oscar winning uh, director. <laughs> okay. Instead of making Alien Coven uh-huh. or Covenant, yeah, yeah, Covenant, because a co- yeah, actually, uh, no, a collection of xenomorphs is called a Coven. Coven. No, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, I it, would watch that movie. What Alien Coven? Yeah, where it's witches versus aliens. No, I would love to see uh, yeah. Ridley Scott making a Spawn movie. Okay, Revens is a great question. Uh, they're all great questions. But here's, like Flanagan's. Here's, uh spawn spawn series be too real like he, awesome. the thing is it'd be too good like it'd be like good. oh yeah because they would also he would pull he'd be like well this issue we got to do we got to do this issue we got to do this issue the problem is it'd be made by netflix so it'd look like garbage whatever he's got his own teams he brings in sometimes no netflix has this they're like you have to use these cameras and these lights and this they, yeah never no, he you, you've seen his shows they, yeah they don't want to look like that no but they all look like the same thing like they all look like my flanagan projects well yeah they should but spawn should look different maybe he would that's fine because it wouldn't be his project now, th- none of them are he doesn't spawn. anyway i yeah i'd watch mike flanagan's small show <laughs> show though yeah or eggers he wouldn't do it no <laughs> eggers won't won't he's on record he'll never make a comic book movie. spawn maybe though right. alan moore wrote spawn comic books he might be like mm. maybe like fuck marvel let's make spawn <laughs> you gotta Revens, remember todd though yeah did you see that someone leaked the entire animated Scooby-Doo DC crossover movie online? It was one of the many finished products that was deleted. Yes, I did. I did see that. Oh. It's called Scooby-Doo and Crypto 2. And the idea is that the, uh, <laughs> the Justice League has vanished and they hired the mystery team to, to find them. And Crypto helps them as well. And I'm like, yeah, sold. That's kind of cute. And the animation looks really good. Like, no, you can download it. And you should. I hope everyone downloads it. I hope everyone steals that movie. Because if you're going to say like, oh, it doesn't exist. I'm so, I'm, I'm like, whoever, whatever animator made that show or made that movie who leaked it is a hero. Good for them. Batgirl next. That being said, I think that Scooby-Doo actually would, I, I'm sure Batgirl's a terrible movie. But I also, 
like the scooby-doo it's like who cares right uh dan wesley for this uh keep it up thank you very much dan appreciate it i love these super stickers they're so great let's do a book yeah you think we should yeah i think so okay you got i got a bunch good what do you, how many you got look like three i've got four all right do them all do them all yeah wow okay i read x-force this week of course you did uh written by ben percy with art by a person who, robert gill robert gill leave me alone i read two ben percy books this week. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently that's that's enough to make me not remember who did, drew it uh, um this is rap like listen we were doing the whole thing like oh Zeno, and we get, they got an egg and they, they stole him oh mutant yeah baby and ah what are we gonna do about that mm-hmm. so they don't really know any of that until they get to this location they sure. gotta get the egg they that's the only thing they know okay so we kind of wrap that up we just oh, wrap good. it up with a little bow like the, the guy in charge of Zeno was like a, a you know the clone of the engineer and mm-hmm. the we just kind of we deal with that yes. domino has like a really cathartic moment for herself they rescue that kid good um beast you know proves himself beast to be trash yep beast is trash and there you what go a shock. and then we're like we kind of wrap this up and they're like hey next we're starting another arc coming mm-hmm. up this was fine you know like i like ben percy he's you know he really can churn it out but sometimes the issues are a little weaker it feels like and and i gotta tell you this wasn't, like that. This wasn't my favorite. It's fair. Um, it wasn't horrible at all, and it wasn't it, it wasn't bad. It mm-hmm. just I was like, oh, okay, cool. And How's the coloring? Coloring's fine. Okay. Why? No, it's just a familiar name. Oh, okay. I mean, we, we had like a, a couple of Attack on Titan moments here. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's literally what that is. <laughs> yeah, the, the coloring's fine. It's like yeah. No, I, I just I know them to be not great. Oh. I uh, I heard that Attack on Titan's ending. By the way, that makes sense. They they let those end. I know. Sometimes not not all. I don't want everything ends. to end. I'm happy with things <laughs> continuing. I'm just saying. But yeah, I, so it's you know it's fine. Yeah. Um, right. You know, I I got, I got to catch a little back up on Wolverine to make sure I'm keeping in the loop with what's with going the beast on with stuff. Beast, yeah. With the beast. Um. Additionally, in that pocket of the um Marvel universe, Marvel universe talking about X Men, Rogan Gambit came out. Yes, it did this week. Rogan Gambit number one, which you knew I was going to read. Uh, written by Stephanie Phillips with art by Carlos Gomez. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks great. I really like this art style. It's um kind of like it, it. It kind of has the vibes of like of old of what the Krakoan X books kind of look like. It has a little bit polished, of a Pepe Larraz look. <laughs> bit but like really just that like super clean yes. look where clean like lines. things are stylized everything's modern a, colors everything's a little cheesecakey fair oh, okay. you know oh, all right all right cool. a little bit of that going on there mm-hmm. um but like this is this is taking work and they've been married now for a bit right like they've been living on krakoa she was on the x-men x-men she was also on excalibur on that team for a little bit along with he she didn't get to do much though no. but, but gambit was there too and then he was there she was on x-men they were like still married but not living together now he's really on no team you know he's died and came back and yeah now he's here and now like they're, they're she's off of x-men yes um but she still got called away and, and so she missed out on a date so clearly we're going to be getting into a little bit of their relationship status just okay. in general but also don't forget destiny is back and as one of her adopted moms destiny can't help but uh, include herself off times in their lives and that's really what's going to spur on this adventure for them is okay. that destiny needs them to do something oh no she wants them to get manifold and bring them bring him to um to her okay 
you know, Manifold have been working with uh, Ten of Swords. So this book really is like, hey, the, the, we're remember paying, that we're, stuff. Remember that stuff. Remember, listen, let's let's t- set a book in the universe yes. right now and have it make sure it like references and talks about other things. So it's like you know, Manifold was working with Sword, and now after Abigail Brand betrayed everybody, he doesn't really want to work with Krakoa. He's like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't really trust anybody. So he's like, I'm not gonna help you. Okay. Um. So you know, he ends up um wanting to uh, he's following a series of disappearances of villains including lady Deathstrike. oh cool um but like electro is also in there so it's not all mutants right mm. and he's trying to figure out what's going on and presumably there's like some um nefarious organization who's like taking villains and then i guess selling them off that's kind of the vibes we're getting okay. to like the highest bidder with like a chip in them so that they can control them oh no um and you know well, we're gonna see where that goes but like manifold might be in some some hot water okay. there um but rogue and gambit who so there's like this one moment that i really like the overall like feel of this book i enjoyed you know remy talks like remy would there's a lot of you know cajun <laughs> cajun <laughs> vernacular yeah. of things in there and and what have you um, but there's this one moment that was a little like, mm, I don't uh, listen. I guess it's the heat of the battle, or I'm not. I'm, I've never been in a fight, so <laughs> I don't know. But they're they're on the tarmac. This dude's gonna escape, and Rogue goes like, "We can't let him leave." And I'm like, "Can't you fly? Uh-huh. Aren't you the strongest person in the room right now? Yes. Why are you telling them? Right? Because we needed that to happen so that uh-huh. manifold could be put at risk because." something happens which like nullifies powers for a quick moment and so they have to leave and i'm like there was a lot of things had to happen to make this all flow but fine i'm still gonna read this book i'm still excited for it because i liked a lot of the early relationship stuff and i think that whatever the whatever we're dealing with destiny so no matter what it's going to infuriate me just because of the nature of that character as long as you're doing it right it's going to infuriate me Mm -hmm. um so i like it i'm gonna check out more okay that's cool yeah Good. Good stuff. Uh, additionally, in the uh, Marvel Universe, I read Ghost Rider. Oh, yay. This, this is the Fool Me book. Benjamin Percy, Corey Smith. Yeah. Is, should we even cut to the chase? Like, do you, so to speak? Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is Danny catching the damn book? Like, technically. Oh, my God. So you're out. I'm not out. No way. What? Because he's going to be in it next time. No, he's not. Sure. Yeah, it's no, a lie. he will. No, he he wasn't in the last one, he too. Will. He will. He will. Do you want him to be, or is, I mean, is he actually going to be? I, I think I do. I, you know, and I haven't really been keeping up with good old Dan there. Um, this is written by Ben Percy with art by Corey Smith. Mm-hmm. This book is a very distinct look. You either like it or you don't. Uh huh. Do you like it? I, I like it for the tone of this book. Okay. Like, but you I wouldn't want to see all the time. Bingo. Uh-huh. I'm like, no, this fits for this book 100%. Fair. But like, I wouldn't be like my number one for the main X title necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless we were doing a scary book and then that would be fine too. Um, yeah. But you know, Danny. Danny was involved in a whole bunch of stuff, which I always forget. He went to limbo and he got a different spirit. And now I literally can never remember which spirit it was. And that's fine. It was like the redemption or something like that. It was was like something different. He looked different like that. Yeah, because it looked like garbage. He didn't necessarily. (laughs) It wasn't his best, strongest look. But like why? You know, I understand why like hawkeye's worst look was in the like 80s because he looked stupid it like just, yeah just, but like why did why why does anyone get away with having their worst look now it feels <laughs> like they're like it's just another way to make him not look like um 
Johnny, uh-huh. I guess. I, I right, but know. like, yeah, because Johnny is just a pastiche of all the ghost They writers. wanted to try something different. That's that's for certain. You know, they mm-hmm. wanted to do something a little different. Um, Good for them with his character, and and and, and then we and we haven't seen him since. And who doesn't want to invent something? No, no, they all do. A yeah, character, absolutely. you know, like you, you want to give it a shot. You want to set that new. You want to be a hyperlink quo. in a Wikipedia in, in a wiki you Definitely one day. want that. Um, but this issue is just more of what's been going on with Johnny and, and his traveling companion where it's like, we were going across the U S and we're taking care of stuff. And I'm like, that is really That's a, the book. That is what I, I, I could get behind for a ghostwriter book going across the States, go across anywhere. It doesn't have to be America. But no, but he, it should he be does, because it's annoying when he's in like, uh, what was it? Wherever the hell he was when they made that second ghostwriter movie where it's like, Oh cool. You filmed it in like Poland. Neat. I have no problem with that type of thing. I it's just, you know, if we're getting back to his origins, it makes sense for them to do that. Yes. Oh my God. I will find the name of this guy. I'm like simultaneously trying to come up with his name. Spirit of corruption. That's it. It's the spirit of corruption. Oh my gosh. I okay. got it. <laughs> Yay. Way to go. <laughs> Thank you. Is he still that? Thank you, Marvel Database. I, it's oh, maybe he looks like a crazy person. That's what he looks like in the book too. He looks like Weapon this X. Next, this is the next issue. Well, that's that's what we see of him in this. Is Danny now? Okay. That's what that's what we're going after. That's what they sent. Anyway, Savannah is burning. Oh like, no! The city of Again? Savannah is burning. Um, and you know we get like you know like the dark history of it, where it's like it's built on bones, and you know there's like you know. Revolutionary War, Civil War, like there's just bodies, right? Yeah, like, that's what yeah. this is built on. So it's always been kind of like a, an iffy place, and like demons were there and other such things. But like when Johnny shows up, it's like not only are there like regular people bodies in the street, there's also demon bodies. Like something happened here, and what happened is something with Danny. And so he's trying to figure out, like, <clears throat> here's what I think is interesting. He's like, he's like, I, f- I feel like you know, this feels like it was another spirit of something. Uh, I wonder who it was, and I'm like. It's a short list, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, I don't know. But you know what? Fine. That's Johnny. So we end up having to have a scene that's like, a la a lot of things you might have seen already. And immediately my brain couldn't help but go to those places. Uh, it reminded me of Constantine. It reminded me of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. They end up having to get a, they go to like a love hotel. Not really. It's just a hotel. They get the honeymoon suite. They, there's like a big jacuzzi bath in there. They get all the salt. Yes. They create like a like saline sort of solution for his traveling companion to float in so that she can. Oh, now see what he's seeing. No, she wants to find oh, okay. the link. So like they use his blood and he, she's able to see like all the different people he's connected to via his blood, like his dad and like, you know, his kids and his wife or his Roxanne, not really his uh-huh. wife, but you know what I mean? Like, and then also Danny. Danny. Yeah. And you know, that like something's up with that. Something's up with him. Might want to go find out where he is, what he is all about. So technically we see him. Okay. Technically see him. He's got the sword. He doesn't look, he looks like the spirit of corruption in this, if that's what he is, because he has the sword. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I guess he's still the spirit of corruption. I guess we still are, we're not going to ignore we're that. We're not going to, which, yeah. hey, listen. Cool. Good if, for you. If Ben is going to go, we're not doing that anymore. Yeah. We're going to get rid of that. Appreciate him at least referring to. I him. would, I'd appreciate us like going through those actions and getting rid of that and yes. just sloughing that off essentially. Please. Um, But he looks, a little bit more like a ghost rider in this. Yeah. He looks like a combo of himself and what they were trying to do with the spirit of corruption. Okay. And so like there is something there, but he also has like kind of a weapon X look yeah. going for him. Hmm. So this is really just the book that I'm reading. I think a few other folk are, are, are reading this book just because they're fans of, of um, Johnny. And, and this has been one of the better 
books for Ghost Rider, I think, that come out in recent memory. Okay, cool. Um, because, it, like, I think the last thing before this was Danny becoming the spirit of corruption. It was kind of, eh. it wasn't great. It, yeah. That was not one of my favorites at it's all. called Mid. I would say it was Mid. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, uh, well, I've got one last book if you want. Yeah, no, that's a bigger one. But, uh, you want me to hold off on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, okay. let me Let me just rapid fire really quick. Um, I read sure. Stephanie Phillips and Juan Cabal's Cosmic Ghost Rider number one. Uh, the second story is better than the first one. It's fine. You don't need to read this, but like if you, if you like this character, you know, it's fine. It's 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 not it's not ter- it's not poorly written. It's just not terribly engaging. But okay. uh, but again, the second story, which is like fewer pages, is 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 better than better than the first one. Okay. Um, Human Target number twelve, the final issue with uh, this Greg looks Smallwood. The most like a novel. Yes, uh, and Tom King. Yeah, you know, this book was it was, was. I bet this is the cover for the trade. Yeah, I'll bet it is too. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Unless they do a, a, a new cover. Yeah, actually, yeah, it's funny. I was actually a little disappointed by this cover because it was like so different from all the other ones. But then I remember that like each cover is so distinctly different from each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, good for you. Um, this is a good issue. It uh, it wraps up everything. Obviously, like, you know what happened in the last issue. So this kind of like wraps things up and it's uh, bittersweet. Um, but um, doesn't really answer the question of like, when did this take place? Is this actually in reality? Tom King will tell you that it actually definitely happened, but I don't know if it did. We'll see. Okay. Um, but it's it's good. It's good. I don't know if I felt as strongly about this as I have for the last 11 issues, but uh, I'm talking to Tom about this in the next couple of days and we'll talk, we'll, we'll, we'll hash it out then. Okay. I'll great. probably end up rereading the entire damn I, series. I before guarantee I talk to you, him. you will. You're going to be doing that tonight. Yeah. Yeah, like, I can, I can see that happening now. Yeah. Just be like, okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't, I, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't as taken and it could be just the weight. It could be the weight. And that, that is a thing. Like if you're reading a series and you're lukewarm on it, mm-hmm. right? Like, let's just say you're reading it like in, um, issue to issue. Yeah. Right. When you're all done with it, go back and read it all in one thing. That doesn't mean you have to go and buy the trade. No, it's true. You should have all those issues in some way, shape or form. Whether yeah, that maybe, be maybe it read better. Yeah. Like try it again. If it's something where you're like, I see people talking about it positively or like you think you should have enjoyed it more than you did. Give it another shot reading it all at one sitting or maybe like two sittings. Yeah. Like it, it just, it reads differently. Sometimes. It does. Yeah. I've had entirely different experiences with some, Same. With some books. Absolutely. Uh, Dan V 900 with the reveal uh, to the end of the nail, which I wasn't a big fan of when I originally read it, a villain reveal that works is the end of JSA golden age. I don't expect you to cover, but it's great. Yeah. Well, it's on our list. We'll one day we'll do, we'll do it uh jason duarte remember when you guys covered valiant comics a couple years back ever plan on revisiting some of their stories and back issues i do remember when we used to do that no yeah no that's those days are over yes ship has sailed yes uh there is a new issue of uh exo man of war coming i did have a chance to read it and i think that valiant will fuck it up uh x abbott uh, all these events have led me to only reading punisher at marvel uh, batman world's finest and anything jeff johns at dc rest all image okay that's fair listen you know what you get though from that is that with image you know that the story that you're getting is what the creator wanted to tell and oftentimes it has a beginning middle and end yeah and it and whatever happens in that books or that book has real ramifications for that absolutely book. so i completely understand that yeah uh, Sean D, come on, Tiff. Let's sell Go Postal. <laughs> no. No. Beeper Leaper. Uh, hey, Sound Tiffany, your show Hello. is so relaxing and reduced my anxiety. Wait. I think he did that. Did we do this one already? Or maybe he did it twice? Either way. Well, Beeper thank Leaper. you again. Thank you for your support, man. Uh, let's jump into the further. Uh, there's this one. 
This thing needs to have like a separate section. That'd be cool. We Nick, should make some suggestions. Yeah, Nikki T, do you guys know if there are any books Nick Darrington's currently working on? I need more door art on my shelves. Dude, no. Yeah, I, I don't that? know. I don't know either. I, I would say, you know, obviously pick up Batman uh, Universe, uh, grab uh, Doom Patrol. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, I, I haven't really seen a lot of Nick Darrington work. Well, he's been doing a lot of like single. Th like, so if you're looking for just. Oh, he did Batman Superman. I was thinking he's been doing a lot of like um, redraws. Like he is doing art, but he's yes. been doing a lot of like Mobius. Oh, stuff. I know. Yeah. Those homages. Yeah. Yes. Those are great. They're, and they're really excellent. So if you're not following him on mm -hmm. whatever your preferred social media is, I think he does a lot of posting of art though over on Instagram. He does. So you might want to check out the yeah. account over there if you don't have an account yep. that's pain in the butt but he might have someplace else then so i would, I would yeah. just check out his different socials to see he, his art he drew the first four issues of future state uh the next batman i remember him doing that oh yeah uh apparently he's on superman space age i don't know if he's drawing the interiors but uh that's a book that i was just it was under my radar uh he's credited as uh, at least uh I don't see him. Oh, there he did a cover. Oh, he did a cover. Well, that's not exactly the same thing as a comic line. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen him do a lot lately, which is a real shame because he's great. Yes. Um, yeah. And mm -hmm. Rye Stone, uh, 111 or 117. Uh, happy Monday from the deserts of Arizona. Sal, have you ever oh. checked out the Batman animated series comics from Deanie and Burnett? And if so, would you recommend it? Yeah, uh, I have and I would. Yeah, we have a bunch of them. Um, but I read them as a kid and they were great. Aww. the older ones yeah uh yeah they're good there's one of my favorite riddler stories is in there it's this really great one where uh riddler well, there's uh, like that's that's easy to say yeah you're not a big fan of most of them no they're awful uh riddler stories not yes, that not book. the animated series obviously but uh yeah no yeah they're not usually great it's tough uh and yeah that's uh, okay so tiffany you got one i do have one you got yeah okay so i'm gonna go over mine okay so I read Spider-Man Unforgiven because I said I was going to. You did. And I knew Sal wasn't going to. And I think that's fair. You would not have liked this. I leafed, I leafed through it. Did you? Yep. It's it, And you were right. It's fun, though. Uh, it looks like it, it's very different. Like, okay. it's, it's doing its own thing. All and right. then I saw the ending, and I'm like, oh, okay, you're doing that thing. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about it. They're murder-worlding. So this is written by Tim Seeley with art by Sid Cotian. And... The unforget it's not Spider-Man. It's not a Spider. It is a Spider-Man book, but yes. it's under the Unforgiven banner. So there's going to be Un Spider-Man Unforgiven, X-Men Unforgiven, and Avengers Unforgiven. Right. So it's and an it's all, the book is called Unforgiven, and it's all weaving one story. Yes. About vampires. Yes. yes, it does. Uh, but Spider-Man is the main character of this issue. So if you're yes. interested in seeing Spider-Man deal with like magical and vampire stuff, then you'll and enjoy he is it. a like quippy. He is Spider-Man. Spider-Man in this, 100%. That we're not getting into any of the drama of what's going on in his life right now. You have no idea what's happening around him Personally. at this moment. It's just, here it is. What I didn't know about this was because I don't typically dive into the vampire side of Marvel, which is weird because I read a lot of random things that have vampires in them, so yeah. why don't I go there? There's actually something from this I might go and grab, which is like the... Uh, issue in which Rizo Rizo yes. Kodo uh, is created. I, I might go so. and check that out. I think that's something I might be interested in. Mm -hmm. um, but it's about um, the team called The Forgiven. Right. Which are a bunch, bunch of vampires who are like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool. We're actually okay and we help to save the world against yep. all kinds of things. And Blade's like, I'll still kill you. 
Blade's not even in this, no, right? He's not. Um, so we got that going on. And then also we have like Tim Seeley remembers that like there is a uh, sorceress supreme by the name of Salome who is going to come back and, and she's doing her own thing. And it's like, if you want to know more about that, you can go back to the 90s and pick up a, a I think it's it's strange by I can't remember his name. It's not the same guy, though. It's a oh, guy that I can never remember the name of. But it's like a, it's a later part of Stranger. I thought it was Dematteis for a second, but it's actually not him doing no. this. Um, Nor is it Mackie. No, but it's, I want to say it's like 94, mm. 95, somewhere in there. Um, You can go and check out where she came from. But it's like, hey, there is this, this chick. She's from another universe. Oh, okay. And she was Sorceress Supreme there. Sorceress Supreme. Sorceress see, yeah. Supreme, yes. Um, cool. But listen, like this book feels, it's so funny. Okay, so I got a bunch of thoughts on this. Yeah. First, let's talk about Cotin's art. It is super duper stylized. Yes. And has like shades of Remitta and um, whatchamacallit? Kyle Holtz. Frank Miller ish. Mm. Yeah. Like early for both of them. Yes. Like there's some mixture of those two. And that's like where I land. Oh, yeah. Like, but then also like some of the problems uh-huh. too. Like, so we run into some stuff that I'm like, oh, and I'm like, that's where I'm at. <laughs> gives me those vibes. Uh-huh. And I think because of that, though, I also get like a late 90s feel to this book just yeah. in general like you know it, it's it doesn't act like it necessarily mm-hmm. um but like the humor in it the action in it the fact that we're dealing with a team of vampires even though they weren't created then right like, it gives me that feeling to it cool. and like not in a necessarily negative way no yeah um but like it, it makes me think like yeah in the 90s i could imagine spider-man dealing with vampires <laughs> yes absolutely it just strikes me as that where i'm like yep Mm -hmm. that would happen um so i i don't know like as i was reading this i was trying to like keep you in mind and i'm Uh like sal would not have enjoyed this (laughs) i think that's okay yeah but i had fun with it Mm -hmm. so i if you like that sort of like one-off spider-man story where like spidey gets to be like silly and whatever and he's gonna have a moment in this where maybe you don't agree with his character but you can blame it on magic right theoretically and you're like i just want something different for spider-man yeah maybe this is a quick read for you because it's one issue and who cares exactly um but also if you're not like if you don't want to deal with vampires then you're not going to be you're not on, gonna, on board. Yeah. This does remind me very much of like older, they used to do like these double sized, like weird books that go, I want to do this, but I got to, I got to pay the bills. So here's Spider-Man. Yeah. Like dealing with this. Right. Right. And that's so what this is. That, but it's, that is what it strikes me. Fine. At the end of this, it's like we jump ship, like a significant thing happens for the forgiven team. Mm-hmm. And then we go and we like, introduce the fact that it's like all right now spider-man's gonna be gone now we're gonna deal with the x-men and i and i love it because it's like we're dealing with the x-men and i'm like they're they've cherry-picked who's on this team mm. and i'm like that's brilliant because it could really take place we'll see if it deals with krakoa at all that's right. what i'm the most interested to see is if the next issue will mention krakoa even remotely <laughs> because the team is rogue yeah and gene which i'm like they were on the x-men when ewing was writing yes it. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, when Hickman was writing. When Hickman it. was writing it. Yeah. Right. And Wolverine's there, and then they got to bring in Jubilee because that was the '90s. Because she's no, because she like, was a she's vampire. A, she's an expert. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is 
this is either genius in making this not tethered to any time frame yes. other than post when she was a vampire. Uh -huh. Or they're just like, I don't care. These are the X-Men I want to see because they're the X-Men I, I remember and like. Yeah. Like, like Seeley's like, I don't care. Yeah. But I, I know he's, he's written for Marvel before. Oh, he's, yeah. No, he knows. You know, he so knows up. I had fun with it, but um, it, it's barely a Spider-Man book. No, yeah. But he is, in every, <laughs> he is in the whole book. He is in the whole book. And he has some funny things. <laughs> and literally, remember like back in 2018 when Toto's Africa showed back up and like Weezer was, they were trying to get Weezer to do a cover of it. Yep. And like, but that song was like everywhere. Well, Spider-Man makes a reference to that. So thanks a lot, Tim Seeley. For cementing it. That, that was time. back in my head. Oh yeah. Like literally I was like, I hadn't thought about that song <laughs> in years now. And all of a sudden I was like, damn it. Oh no, it's back. Thanks. Yeah. So nice. But I had fun. Fair. Admittedly speaking, I had fun with this book. Nice. Uh, Comic Core uh, says, hey, folks, uh, with such a varied quality on the one bad day books, I'm going to make a fun GBU episode. I think there'll be back issues episodes. Ooh, They're too long. Yeah, GBU. they are quite long. Uh, and I read Batman vs. Robin number five from Mark Wade, Mahmoud Asrar. Uh, this is, of course, like the kind of final chapter of Lazarus Planet, the calling of the epilogue. But yeah, kind of, um, you know, <sighs> Neza uh, possesses Batman. Uh, Robin has to save him. Uh, they go on a like merry chase. Uh, Monkey Prince and Robin team up. Uh, Robin utilizes the Bat family. Uh, they stall Neza and as Batman long enough for the magicians to come, which mm -hmm. includes Zatanna and other characters. Uh, after which point, uh, Robin reveals that he's going to give his, cause the idea is that he's been so wounded that like Nez is the only thing keeping him alive. So once they depossess Batman, Batman will die. So we need to, so Robin's plan is to give his life force to allow Batman to live. But, uh, you know, first there's protestations, but then they're like, the reality is you're too small and too young. Like there's not enough. Okay. to save him mm -hmm. and so all of gotham has to like be brought together and they all give a little life force to save batman and like you know so they call you know everybody and they're like hey, everybody you owe batman you know a, a day of your life please or something like that. you won't notice but like give a little bit of yourself to batman and then we'll use a spell and we'll put your life and then everyone proclaims their batman and uh and, and and batman is brought back to life and it's like okay whatever and it's fine it's like uh it, it's it, 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 there's nothing inherently terrible about it. It's just kind of like, okay, like, oh, well, all right, whatever. Like the, the, I remember uh, today we were shooting a show with Benny and he was like complaining about it. And uh, I was like, can it be that bad? No, and, and nothing about it was actually quite like quite as silly as uh, that. He, he likened it to like Peter Pan, like, uh, you know, with Tinkerbell, like clap your hands and he'll come back to life. That doesn't really happen, but like it is, uh, once we got to like the like everybody everybody together i was like all right like you know it's silly but it's not any more silly than anything else i wasn't like i wasn't is upset. it hokey yeah okay yeah. but it's not like it but not intentionally you know it's not like well, this is silly and dumb it's just kind of like this is what the, this is the story like this is the story you bought you know okay it it's unapologetic. Let's be honest. If Batman was, if Batman was real, mm -hmm. Batman's real in this world for a second, right? right? And he needed a day of your life. Every person in this chat would be like, "Yeah, okay, that's fun." Right? Because then and, you'd all be like, "Yeah, I, I, I help save Batman." Exactly. That's right. Exactly. That's right. I give, I gave a day of my life to help well, save Batman. Well, there we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
but it's fine. It, it, there's nothing inherently terrible about it. I was just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but uh, but the, the real problem with it is the fact that Lazarus Planet was uh, uh, editorially driven, mm-hmm. which th- no one's made any, uh, uh, no one's lied about that. Right. Mark Wade has been very clear on this channel himself. He he was like, yeah, with with editorial there. He was like, yeah, no editorial. They they, they told me to write this. Um, they botched it. DC botched Aww. it hard. They screwed the pooch big time. Uh, you know as well as I do. No, <laughs> you know, don't pretend like you're finding about this for the first time. You know, uh, <laughs> this they botched it, and they botched it by selling it horribly, mm-hmm. by publishing it wrong, by making too many things that don't matter that have the name on it like i missed it mm-hmm. i can i can tell you i missed most of this this story yeah because i was waiting for the real issues to come out right 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 oops and then i find out it's over right and i was like oh no the things that i looked at those were the real issues no 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 it sounds no, like no, they no. did um of like the dark hold or when they did yes. marvel did the dark hold series where it was like they had the alpha issue for dark hold uh-huh. and then you could choose mm-hmm. to read all the other things yeah but that's not what this was okay no no no. this is more like but, but it feels like that's how they like they structured it except when the instance with that you didn't actually have to read the middle stuff you could just read the alpha and the omega well, that's exactly right in this case but in this case you needed to yeah but we structured it like the thing that you didn't have, like that we used the wrong guidelines. Yeah, they need this. they they need to drop the alphas and omegas. That is enough, enough of this. Yeah, they. I remember when they did it back in the nineties with with the Age of Apocalypse and 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 all kinds of other crap. Are you saying that we need some sort of alpha and omega sanction? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah, literally that. <laughs> Um, it's, it, it's, it's awful. It's, it's not selling. And, uh, and when you trade, when you make the trade, it's not going to read like that. Yeah. Uh, but like, let's, let's just really quick, let's comb over Lazarus. Okay. So the first issue, Lazarus Planet Alpha, that was Gene Luen Young and Mark Wade worked together with Ricardo Federici. The main book was, was, was Wade and Federici, Federici. Uh And the book looked crazy good. And it was the first issue to introduce everything. That was of course, after they'd already set everything up with Batman versus Robin. Okay. Then they had another issue. Lazarus Planet sold on Krypton. Nothing to do with the book. It was a different thing with four different writers and six different artists. Then we had Lazarus Planet. We were once gods. Again, had nothing to do with anything. Right. Four different writers. Mm-hmm. Then Lazarus Planet Legends Are Born, which had virtually nothing to do with it. Four different writers. Then Lazarus Planet Next Revolution. Again, like these were all just tie-ins that showed you like the aftermath, the like repercussions of what's happening in Lazarus Planet. Then Lazarus Planet Dark Fate, three writers. Again, none of whom, none of them. But these are the issues. You said they have nothing to do with it. They have almost nothing to do with it. So then it is like Darkhold. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But these are all just, the, these, these these appear to be tie-ins, but aren't. By the way, oh. th- four, or four different writers. Mark Wade's writing Lazarus Planet. And then we have one, two, three, four. That's four new writers, none of whom are actually part of the Lazarus Planet architect. That's the first issue. Five, six, seven, eight new writers on the next one. Nine, 10, 11, 12 new writers on the next one. 13, 14, 15, 16 writers 
And then 17, 18, 19. 20. So got, it's actually Dennis Culver. And then they missed a space there. Oh, excuse me. 20 writers who were writing other things called Lazarus Planet, but have nothing to do with Lazarus Planet until finally we get Lazarus Planet Omega from Mark Wade. This time with art by Billy Tan and Ricardo Federici. Like, no. Then it's not over. You got to pick up the fourth issue. And then they have the audacity to say that the only tie-in was actually Monkey Prince number 11. Bite me. That's not the only tie-in. What about everything else? What about the 20 writers? And that's not all. Because at the end, in the middle of the month, we're getting another four-issue miniseries that will be dead on arrival called Lazarus Planet Revenge of the Gods. Okay. No. You just told me it ended. Now right. I'm getting four more Lazarus planets? Get the get the hell right out of town. No thank you. Is that going to happen? But hey, if you want to see the real finale, you can pick up Monkey Prince number 12. You know, like nobody will. And it's like, what is this? And by the way, thankfully, this is not like live or die this is the big one dc put all their marbles on it but it's like you're you're i i know what's going on here i know that the retailers are hard up mm -hmm. and i know that they are communicating to the publishers listen we need something big every year we got to get something big to get somebody in here so maybe maybe the problem is is that you shouldn't be letting the I don't want to say this because I love the retailers, but maybe the retailer shouldn't be the one driving yeah. the product. Right. Like, or driving well, retailers the Retailers are the ones who are like, responsible for selling, selling the, the product. product. Like, yeah, you sell what's there. Yeah, but they're the pushers. The reality is, like, if you want the good, the good shit, the manufacturer should be selling this stuff. Yeah. You know? DC should be like, you can't miss Lazarus Planet because of how goddamn and cool and important it is. Look at this Federici art you've never seen before. Mark Wade is back, baby. And look at this crazy thing. Look at all these new status quos we're creating for all these characters. Power Girl is going to be relevant again. She's not. But like, hey, listen, like, I'm going to lie to you because I'm a comic book publisher. But like, boom, 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 boom. Here's all the things. And they had like, they tried. They tried. There were a couple of teasers that came out that made no effing sense. There was a Lazarus Planet teaser that had a bunch of characters, like all standing in a row. And I remember in my interview with Mark Wade, I was like, is this like a team? And he's like, no, it's not. It's more like an interpretation of like what these characters are all about and what's going on with them. And it's like, oh, that's not really the same thing. That's not what you're selling me. Like, wh what do you mean? Mm. You know, like you think, like, oh man, what a neat team. It's like, it's Mercy, it's Cyborg, it's Batman, it's Marshman Hunter, it's uh, Red Canary and, and John Kent. And look at how different they are. Look at what happened to them as a result of all this stuff. Right. Uh, I I don't I never even I don't even know what's going to happen. I didn't I didn't even know half this. It's like that scene in The Simpsons where it's like my my mother covered up half of the screen when we we're watching trying to watch The Man Without a Face. I didn't even know any problem. Like I didn't even know half these guys were like I didn't see Marshman Hunter in this event. I didn't see Cyborg in this. I didn't see Red Canary in this. Oh, did you read all the things? Hell no. <laughs> But I read the ones that I that I that my my keen comic book senses told me were important. So, I, I read I read. Listen, I did read the first two of those, the first two of those tie-ins, so yeah. the first two of those Lazarus Planet books after Lazarus Planet Alpha. Okay. And Power Girl was in it. And I'm so, like, Power Girl's not the teaser. Is it an event or is it just an opportunity for a bunch of creators to write short stories about a character? It's exactly what that is. 
I mean, that's what, that's what they all were. That's tw- no, I'm giving 20 writers a check to do something on the backs of my, of and, my client base. You know what it is? There's nothing wrong with that, but I guess don't but like bill it as an event then. Right. Like but, there's nothing wrong with doing something. They do it every holiday. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they put out like an 80 page giant thing with they like do. a bunch of creators who get to write a little short story it's about It's true. A those character. are great. Yeah, no, those ca- those Halloween books, those those holiday like, books. You, you the do that already, but you don't call it an event. No, because they don't so so sell very well. So I can't like do that all the time. But I guess you know, you want to like you want to make an event without making an event. Right. But like y- now nightmares is coming. Or uh, whatever. Is it coming because of this? No, 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 no. That's 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 irrespective of this. That's just it, it's the next thing. I think it's called nightmares. <laughs> but uh, uh, you know what I mean. Like, why would anyone buy that? Based on like what we just did with Lazarus Planet. You know what I mean. Like, wh- why would I? Why would you, fool me once? Shame on you. Because all it takes is one really dynamite story yep or one solid like image yeah to be out there that, that i mean that's very true like you spider-man's in the toilet yeah, and that, for I, me creatively but like all it takes one damn good pitch and right. i'm in well like one like it's not even like image that they put out there but like all that has to happen is someone reads the first issue of nightmares and there's an amazing panel and they yeah. leak it Oh, all it they takes. need to leak it. They'll release the damn thing, well, or yeah. uh, some retailer will post it on Reddit. Yep, that's what I'm saying. But like, even then, I, I the frustrating thing is they don't represent the audience. Like the, the the those of us, the the intrepid and incredible and discerning and thoughtful people in the chat right now, those people represent, unfortunately, a small fraction of the audience because you guys are out there looking. You're like, I want to know more about this and that, and I want to I want to talk about this with other people. The majority of the readers don't even come here. I mean, like they do come here. They don't go on Reddit. They don't go on Twitter. They don't go on Comic Vine. They don't go anywhere and talk about it. They go to their comic book store. They pick it up like they're getting a sack of groceries. They're like, nah. and then they go home and they read it. And then they liked it or they didn't. Maybe they'll come here. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Statistically, more of them come here than they go on other th- on, on Twitter. Sure. But like for the most part, the readers are just like, I just read them and then I and then and then you know, and I buy them, which is why Spider-Man is one of the best-selling books, despite how everyone hates it. Oh, you do they? Because it's still selling like crazy. Right, right. So, you know, uh, we're in this weird place where like Lazarus Planet is just like you, you botched it. And what's worse is this is this is editorially driven. This was this was the this was the leaders coming together and going, we got it. We got an idea. We're gonna get workhorse Mark Wade. He's gonna make this thing happen, okay? Because we're creative. We know what we're doing. Here, do this. This'll sell. And I'll I'll admit, like Dr. Fate, helmet on Batman is an is a is a very interesting momentarily teaser image. Does that do anything? Oh no, Batman's actually unconscious for most of the event. Actually, he's he's near death the entire event. Batman's okay. not in this event, but I'll sell it on the backs of this image of Batman being awesome. Oh, okay. I mean, like I'm a Batman fan. That's why I bought the event. But like my buddy here, Tom, he he isn't a Batman fan, and he's gonna buy this book because of the strength of that awesome teaser. He wants to see what's going on with Martian Manhunter. Well, for a six dollar tie-in, you can see what happened to Martian Manhunter in this. Well, then maybe I'll just buy just that. Oh well, I, I actually I, I would rather you read all of it. No, I don't want to do that. Well, but you need to actually, because I'm, um, because my because my job is line is is really riding on. Holes. Oh, well, see, you need to tell me a story. Oh yeah, the beginning meal. I mean, there's a story kind of in there. 
like the first two issues are, you know, Alpha and Omega, Alpha and Omega. You know, you, you're trying to you're trying to get people to buy these effing things. You look at the you look at the the, the top corner. There's a number. Oh, it's number three. Looks like I need two more issues. Alpha, which one's first again? Alpha. I'm just saying, like, but like you know, well, well I, I gotta know the you know. It'd be like if you made the numbers Roman numerals instead. Just like I'm, I'm gonna roll the dice on my audience not knowing on my audience but being edu- more been, educated. There have been plenty of of like telling you, Dark Hold they had an Alpha and Omega issue. I know, stupid as hell. It's a terrible idea. Don't do it. I appreciate them thinking that we know what those are. I appreciate the like vote of confidence, and I would appreciate it better if they could sell their own effing product. Because you know what, like I I don't mind being look if I'm gonna sell your effing book. Give me a cut. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Like, because it. if I'm going to do all the effort and you're going to do none of it, it's it's fine. It, it th- This event actually wasn't even terrible, but it was like, it was terrible and they didn't like, you didn't put any effort into it. Like, you know, just made Does it just, really do anything? No, it doesn't mean anything. That's the worst of it. It's like, you know, change cost. It changed powers and stuff, but only that's this, important. Whose powers were changed for this event. Oh, power girl. You oh, know, just like, for this event. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mercy. You know, like, yeah. Your favorite characters, you know, Mercy Graves, uh, Power Girl, uh, Martian Manhunter, you know, like Cyborg. Like, I don't know. And, and by the way, you know, I, I, Batman versus Robin, you know, that was a story. And clearly, you know, editorial told them, like, uh, what if instead it's actually a volcano and it erupts and everybody's covered in it? You know, like, oh, OK. And even then you're like, well, isn't like Lazarus, like, isn't that a resurrection thing? Yeah. Shouldn't that like resurrect the dead? Wouldn't that be it's more like an anti like a new Blackest Night? Oh, that's a good idea. We should have done that. Oops. You know, it's just, it's just confusing as all. Anyway, it's just, it's a, dis- it's, a it's disappointing. That's you know, fair. they don't know, like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's the nineties all over again. It's like when I got that little card that was like, would you like to see Rogan Gambit get married? Would you like to see Spider-Man and Mary Jane get a divorce? Would you like to see Sabretooth as a hero? I, I don't know. I just read these effing things. You tell me what's going to happen in them. Don't ask me. <laughs> at least they're not doing that you know right. at least at, at last time they went like yeah. that's pretty crazy what do you think should happen once that happens stop buying they won't we I, won't None what of a, us won't. what is it about them says tip for alpha omega sanction joke thank you <laughs> appreciate that yeah should there be an alpha and omega sanction good call yeah i love it um uh, he also says Night Terrors is coming. That's right, Night Terrors. Thank you. It was called Night Terrors. Yeah. Good name, by the way. You know? Uh... <laughs> like, are you gonna check it out? Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. First of all, like, you know, I I I know who's writing it. <laughs> it's Josh. So you know, but it also it's about the it's about the Trinity doing maybe, their thing. Maybe I won't read and it. And Dead Man. Just in case. Like, and Dead Man's in it. Hey, look at Dead Man back there. Yeah, he's back there, but he's actually the main character. Is that Wesley Dodd's it is Sandman? We- oh, you're intrigued now. I, I didn't say I was intrigued. Yes, I just are. pointed it out. Wesley Dodd's Sandman is in this event. <laughs> yeah, Night Terrors. What the heck? I know. The right? heck you say? The heck you say? <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, like this looks neat, and it'll and it'll be forgivably short. As long as it comes at one, two, three, four, however many issues it is, just number the damn thing. Yeah. 
Look at this. Look at this dope Fabic cover. That's pretty cool. Like, hang on. I mean, we've completely removed any of the stuff that I was the most interested in. Oh, neat. When you take the photo, though, they look different. Oh, what? What? What's happening there? I don't know. I don't know. I need to know more. <laughs> but I want to know more. You know? But hey, remember Dawn of DC? When La the DC Universe, Lazarus Planet. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh-oh, I tripped. And I haven't even gotten to the shadowy part yet. <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, we already know what the shadowy part is now for at least part of it. We do, yeah. And we know the Justice League's coming back because of a misprint. Oops. But what? Yeah. So, you know, this is... Whatever. Anyway, let's talk about some books that are coming out this week. All right, let's do that. Out. Speaking of Batman, uh, Batman 133 is coming out. I read it. It's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm, on their, I'm on DC's effing mailing list. Oh, my God. And I'm just, and I just spent 20 minutes talking about how much they suck. Uh, so, yeah. You know, don't fumble the bag. That's all. Just saying. <laughs> Look, the book's already over. It wasn't like I was telling you not to buy it. You that's know? true. It's done. It's over. MP, with Alfred dead and Gordon retired, what character should make up Batman's regular sporting guys? I'm thinking Alfred and Gordon. I'm thinking he shouldn't be dead and Gordon shouldn't be retired. That's what I'm thinking. What do you... What, uh, oh, um, yeah, you got more than I do. Is that it? You're done? Okay, um, Moon Knight number 21 is coming out this week. Ed McKay doing his thing. Yep. X-Men number 20 is coming out. We're still with, talking about the brood. Yeah, remember that? Brood yeah. stuff? Brood stuff. I'm I'm going to read it. Yeah. Nightcrawler is number two is coming out this week. This should be issue four of Sins of Sinister. So if you have missed any of the other ones. You can. Great job selling this thing. Just pick up Nightcrawler's number two. For um, issue four of Sins of Sinister. Excuse me. Yeah. I think that you've been selling it. No problem with this. And no. Folk who are reading this, we're all following along because we know that we're following three writers here. Yes. So it's really easy to just do that. You see the banner, you buy the book that Sins of Sinister should have a number on top of it. It tells you how what it what part it is. Just it says say it part on the inside. On the cover. Well, we'll see how it all like ends up like flowing together. Because right now, obviously, like Nightcrawlers is telling the, the Nightcrawler, Nightcrawler story. story. Yes. So keep your cool until we get to the end mm -hmm. of Sins of Sinister. And then right. you can have a meltdown about it on here. That's fine, too. Yeah. Um, so I'll be reading that for sure. There's something else I saw. Yeah. Um, I might try New Mutants Lethal Legion. I want to give it a, a good shake. I, I don't know if I'm going to stick with it mm -hmm. necessarily. I kind of was like felt in a, a comfortable place of letting new mutants go yes but it's gonna be a new um team so i thought oh, i'd okay. at least check out the, the new team there um also for you x23 x23 fans there's x23 deadly regenesis number one will be coming out as mm. well so you could check that out if you might like that uh predator one is coming out yay yeah the art mm. uh, also they're doing a weird thing marvel's like making 20th century comics and so all their like Planet of the Apes and Predator and maybe Alien are all going to go under that banner now. Okay. Instead of Marvel. Um, Clear number one is coming out. Wait, I thought that already came out. It did. It came out through Comixology like a year or so Oh, but ago. now it'll be like... Now it'll be in, in like physical. Like a print, yes. Um, I have talked about the like Scott Tober books and how they're not all winners, but I really enjoyed this one. Okay. I have talked about it before. You know, like Clear's a good one. Uh, I, uh, this will be the last time you hear me talking about it. Okay. Why? I, I don't want to get into it. Okay. Uh, let's just say like clear number one is coming out. 
and it's and it's and it's good. Okay, cool. Excellent. Yeah, I thought about talking about it. I'm like, you know, no, 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 you're good, you're good, you're good. I was gonna say, I know nobody's reading, or we're not. That's why reading. We're not reading Avengers, but but like that covers very exciting. I don't know if it's exciting. It's eye catching, and I don't know if it's eye catching in a good way or a bad way. But there's just something about it. Seeing that tiny, I was like, cool. I can't tell if it's cool. Oh, it's the Mephisto stuff. Yeah, I can't tell if that's cool, but like, oh, that's what that I'm looking at. That's Mephisto. I thought it was a flower. Hmm. That would have been really neat. I thought That's, that was. Hey, they can still take. They can take that. I and thought use that it was in, a flower. Uh, I don't know why. I was just checking to see who was on the uh, deadly, deadly regenesis. It's Erica Schultz and Edgar Salazar on art for that okay. writing and art team there. Oh, also, if you're reading Scarlet Witch, is Scarlet Witch, you could check that out yeah. as well. Number three will be coming out this week. That's right. That's There's the final th- issue of the series. No, I'm kidding. We've, we 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 had said that before because it was the only they only solicited three, but no, there are more. I thought it was five, but I guess not. It might be five. We don't know. I think they, I think they build it as an ongoing, but we know that Marvel is a liar and also like doesn't really. They, they're not in the. They're not interested in making ongoing series. Yeah. So probably especially not. because they've been doing so many short ones, that it would make more sense. No offense, just Scarlet, well, Scarlet Witch fans. would make more sense. Yeah. I mean, what was it? Doom Patrol's only getting six issues. This is DC, but Doom Patrol's only getting six issues. Yeah. And will succeed based on the strength of you know right that. I forgot about this series. Yeah, that's right. Adventure Superman, John Kent, number one from Tom Taylor and Clayton Henry. Uh, this will see John with his Lazarus Planet powers. At least that's what the cover suggests. Yeah, it does suggest um, that. He is going on. He's going away. He's leaving. He's going on a thing. Again? Yeah, go away, John. He's going to face against Ultraman, who's going to like the who tortured and kept him from having a childhood. And, and discover that his child self is still there. Yeah, uh, it's coming. Uh, but also, he's gonna he's gonna uh, meet the uh, Injustice Superman, and uh, they're they're canonizing Injustice again. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, they're yeah they already did that. Remember in Convergence when they all died because <gasps> DC didn't think that. they Oh mattered? my gosh, I forgot about that. Yes. The yeah. so opening salvo to Convergence, they were like, "Oh yeah," and no one cares about Injustice, so let's just kill them. And then they were like, "Oh my god, oh no." Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, this uh, this looks neat. And it promises to be a really important Dawn of DC thing. So we'll see if it happens. Sure. But you know, it, it's, uh, yeah. You got more. You have, you have books over here. No, I, that's fine. Those are just for you. Those are just taking on. I was just looking at that. All right. Here, I'll yeah. show you that Avengers cover really quick. The one I thought was a flower. Yeah. It's actually I was, Mephisto. I was like, oh, it's a flower. Or like a tree. I can't believe he's still pushing the Mephisto thing. Just so sure. Listen, when you get a great... Um, impersonation of Mephisto from Sal. That's true. You're going to want to keep putting up. Oh, no, yeah. Avengers. I'm going to send you to hell. That's exactly Woo. it. You can't help it. You need, you need that. Oh, then. my God. Anyway, we want to thank you so much for hanging out with us and especially to our Super Chatters for sponsoring today's show. I yeah. think we have more. Oops, oh, might be. We're not done yet, then. We're not done. Don't we're leave. Not, we're not done. We're here. Don't go. Don't uh, go. For example, Mordecai says, just realized that what Danny Ketch looks like at the end of this Ghost Rider issue looks like the skeleton in the Pearl Jam Evolution music video. I'm gonna have I believe that's to do the evolution, but yes, it is absolutely what he looks like. He, he well, he, it's a it's a pilot. He wears like a visor. It's a, he's a he's a he's a jet pilot. Oh, okay, okay. But uh, yeah, I guess that yeah. Yeah, if you've never seen the do the evolution video for Pearl Jam, by the way, it is directed, I think, by Todd McFarlane, and it's awesome. Is just it? a bunch of neat stuff. Oh. It's like heavy metal. It's like the movie Heavy Metal. I thought he did animated, that other band one. You mean Corn? Yeah, that. Yeah, he also, I believe he, well, 
he worked on the animated uh, music video par- uh, portion for Freak on a Leash. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I think he did that. Anyway, it's awesome. Both those are awesome, actually. Okay. That com- that, yeah. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Freak on a Leash is amazing. You're just thinking about it. You're just sitting there thinking about that now. We're yeah. doing a live show and Sal has just retreated into his brain yeah. to enjoy that for a second. Yeah. Check out that music video. It's on YouTube. <laughs> it's free. Uh, it, but no, it's like you took heavy, heavy metal, like the movie, animated it better, and then went two minutes. <laughs> it's really great. Okay. It's a bunch of neat stuff that people wanted to see. They were like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if this? Oh, what about this? Like, I remember as a kid with Ben, we were in high school. They were like, it'll be an amazing music video. You're watching these like these uh, these Nazis, like these like stormtroopers, but you can't see like any like accoutrements. And they're like they're like beating up people and they're, you know, like there's the panic in the streets. And then at the end of the song, they turn around and they got the American flag on their back. Whoa. <laughs> that happens in the Do the Evolution music video. <laughs> so it appeals to if you're 13 and you're like I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty dark. I don't know if you I don't know if you know this, but I'm a pretty I'm a pretty tortured soul on my cul-de-sac. Uh my my non-divorced uh both dual income parents, yeah. They they instilled a sense of darkness and uh danger in me. That uh it's rare, it's rare quality. But it can be yours, Hollywood. The low low price of ten million dollars. Thanks a lot for watching, everybody. Well, thank you. Well, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. Thank you to our super chatters for sponsoring today's show. Thank you for Tiffany for being here and doing this. We really appreciate it. Watch twitch.tv slash comic pop and or uh subscribe to Comic Pop Plays on YouTube and watch Tiffany's uh VODs. Yeah. So I don't call them that. But they are. But I don't call them that. No one calls them that. But uh yeah, you can watch Tiffany. Uh, right now, this week is all single streams. They're all like single games. There was a period of time where I was like, I don't know, I want to play. Let's play this for a time. That's Let's right. play this for a time. Let's but, play this. But for it a is time. going to culminate in a two-part stream in which Tiffany, I think, is a shark. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so you do not want to miss that. So subscribe to Comic Pop Plays on YouTube. <laughs> shark protagonist you are the protagonist of you the are movie, jaws but you're eating people yeah man eater like, i think is the name of the game there's like really aggressive alligator crocodiles i don't know what they were they suck the mm. most they're a problem it's not the sharks okay see you next week thanks a lot for watching everybody bye, bye.